Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Trish. Good evening. How are you? I am doing well. You ready to get this show started? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so let me bring on the YouTube side. So hold on, okay? I'll be here. Okay, let me do this over again. All right, give me a couple more seconds. All right. Okay, we are ready. I think, um, hey, you guys over on the YouTube side, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, welcome on the podcast side. And as for Keisha, she should be popping in. I know she said that she was going to try to join as well. Excellent. Okay. I'm trying to make sure because you sound kind of low there, girl. I sound low? Yeah, can you? Okay, that's better. Is that better? Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. So welcome, you guys, to CBS Self-Dish Recap, where Keisha, Trish, and I will be recapping both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for the week of March 13th through, I should say, March, what is that, 15th? But Uh I'll just say March through March 17th. And yeah, this was a very, very good, they picked the right week. To have these cliffhangers. They really did. It's, I mean, I honestly, my, my mouth dropped for the first time in a long time. I know, right? I was, you're talking about somebody that was shocked. I was shocked. Shocked. Absolutely. And, and it wasn't shocked as in, are you kidding me? Are you really going here again? It was, I did not see that coming. Uh, right. I know. Right. I was like, oh, my goodness. I could not believe, especially on bold. I knew that Ridge was coming back. Yep. On the 15th. I knew the date. I didn't know how he was going to come back. No. And then Nate surprised me this week. I mean, he really showed a little bit of restraint. He did. I was, because uh, I want to, and we'll talk about it. We'll yep. definitely talk about it, girl. Oh, my goodness. Lots to discuss. <laughs> Lots to discuss. Hey, Jay Money. Hey, Duran. Mary Hilburn. Aditha Lee. Brooklyn Raina. 
Hi, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, Mary, the shows were really good this week. Really good. And even though it was a short week, it made it worth it. Now, it did put people on the edge of the seat because with the preempting due to the NC2A basketball tournament, we now have, what, five? We have five days to wait until Monday. <laughs> That's a long time, but I will say, go Cougs, go! Good game! Oh, my God. Listen, there's been some upsets already. Because yeah. <laughs> I started watching them. I'm, it, for those that's been on the podcast with me over the past three, four years, you guys always know that this is the favorite time of year for me. I mean, whether it's high school, whether it's local college or on the national level, basketball is my thing. I love it. I, I know, it right? Last. It was fantastic. Girl, and it's on four channels. So I'm switching from True TV to CBS to yep. TBS to TNT, and I'm like, hey, it's all it's worth it for me. Get that picture in picture stuff going on. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's like, um, you know, every so often you you just come out of your seat. Oh, exactly, so exactly. Okay, so for those that are new here. Um, we normally do the Young and the Restless first. We'll talk about that. Second half would be the Bold and the Beautiful. And then we have two fun segments at the end where we flip the script and where if there's a particular storyline or a scene that we could change, that's why we flip the script. And then we have who's taking a seat this week. So if there's somebody that got on your nerve, they did something stupid, they were just just off the off the what is it off the rails off the chain. This is what we're gonna say. You know what? You need to go sit down somewhere. So <laughs> that's what we normally do. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and start reading the summary, and then we're gonna go ahead and break down the storylines. It looked like Keisha got the message. I don't know if she could. Maybe she's trying to get through. Okay. But I do see that she. Um, you know, got the link, so it, it shows that she read it. Hopefully, she'll pop in. Alrighty, so let me go over here and get to the summary right quick for the Young and the Restless. And hold on, let me switch off this banner. And we're going to go over to the Young and the Restless. Alright, let's see. Okay. Okay, so... For the week of March 13th through March 17th, we had Elena confronting Nate about his relationship with Victoria as Audra taunts Victoria and Phyllis and Jeremy Stark plan to rob Diane. Victoria asks Nate up to her room. Nick worries about Sally's feelings for Adam and Phyllis reveal. Uh, Phyllis's reveal stumps Jack and Diane. We also had Nate refusing to sleep with Victoria, causing her to fantasize. Tucker refuses to let Adam get his company. Victor catches Abby and Devon together. And, yep, that's what we have. It was a good one. It was a good one, right? Okay. Let me just... I want to make sure... Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. 
That's crazy. I forgot. I got multiple buttons. All right. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm trying to learn how to work the system. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Anywho. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get this started. And look, YouTube just sent the notification out. Go figure. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Go figure. Hold on. Let me skip that. Okay. Hey guys, I see you all in the chat. Sorry about that. We didn't we didn't want to start without you. We haven't started yet. So, all right. I should read the summary just in case. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's go ahead. So, which storyline you want to start with first? How about Victoria and Nate? Victoria and Nate already? That was pretty huge. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, where do you want to start? You're always so you're always so polite and asking where we want to start. Where do I you know. want to start? Listen, listen, I asked, didn't I? That's what you I did. did. I you tell me. You're the leader. Right. Okay. So let me see. You want to talk about okay, let's talk about Diane and Jack coming back to announce to the kids that uh they're engaged. Yeah, that was, um, that was something. Yeah, yeah. Hi, oh, hold on one second. We got one of our podcasters who is now on the YouTube site. Welcome, Maria. So in the chat, how long have you been listening to us, Maria, on the podcast side? I'm just curious. Let me know in the, in the chat. Okay. So what's your thoughts on that? You know, I mean, I don't know what they were expecting, if they were just expecting some big party, but, you know, it's not like Summer hasn't already made her thoughts known, and she has already said it out loud multiple times that she thinks that this was Diane's angle from the very beginning, and, I mean, she hasn't come right out and said, this is exactly what you did or you planned on, but she's questioned it and how it's all come about, and everything Phyllis said was going to happen has happened, and... So, you know, poor Phyllis, you know, she's done some really stupid things, but she's right. And she was right. And she's still right. And Diane has wormed her way all the way to an engagement ring. And Jack is a buffoon. And I just, I'm so glad that Kyle and um, Summer both stood there with their mouths agape while they were being told about this ridiculousness. I can't yeah. wait to fall apart. I really, obviously. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I understand that whatever they found, they found. And obviously, that's why they don't want to put it out there just yet, because they know the reaction that they're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, Jack and Diane was like, well, let's just not say too much of anything about the engagement yet, because, you know, half of the town is going to be looking at you like you're crazy. More than half. There's Keisha. <laughs> you guys hear me okay? Yes. What happened? I saw that you got the um the notification. Were you having a hard time getting in or you just had some other stuff going on? No, as soon as I as soon as I was going to log in, um my I had a phone call. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, no problem. No problem. So we were talking about Jack and Diane making that announcement to the kids about their engagement. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> you sound as excited <laughs> as I am. 
I mean, they had to know they weren't going to be excited about that. I mean, seriously, did they actually think that that was going to be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. When is the bridal shower? Right. Exactly. Like, we're, exactly. We're back in the sorority in college. Oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <No. laughs> wow. I mean, seriously, it's like, uh, what did you expect them to say? I mean, right. if you want to do your thing, do your thing, but don't expect the parade. Yeah, and they're still, it seems like they're still going with the, because he, Jack said a couple of times, we fell back in love. And I'm like, just when like we've been saying for weeks, I don't think they were ever in love before. They weren't. That's the thing. It was, it wasn't love. It was, they did have a thing, but it wasn't love. I mean, he was basically using her when they were together. If I'm mm-hmm. remembering correctly, somebody help me out. Cause I mean, I'm old, my brain's tired, but I think they were using each other. Oh, so they really wasn't in a relationship way back in the day, huh? I think it was more I don't like remember being that way. Um, maybe somebody in the uh, in the live remembers better than I do. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that um, I don't think that it was love. I think it was lust, and I think it was convenience, and I think it was you know. Oh, okay. So Amaya Baker said that they were in love from 1996 through 1999. Wow. Okay. okay. Can you remind me of like, I, I don't remember how that happened. And I mean, I've watched for decades. Like I don't Same. remember since like 1980. Oh, wow. Amaya said you're wrong, Trish. They were engaged in 96. They did get in. Okay. Wow. Thank you so much for reminding me. I mean, telling yeah. me, I don't actually remember you guys. I, I must guys. I must yeah. have blocked that period out too because I always I remember so. them kind of being at each other's throats. Yeah, they were always fighting and there was never any, um, I mean, oh, it was wow. always a battle. Okay, so Aditya Lee says that Jack and Diane have always been in love. They were in a relationship. They were a couple before Victor. I don't know. I don't remember it as love. I remember it being very uh, transactional. Very transactional, and I remember it being very um, hostile. Oh, Amaya um, said Victor was the one that broke them up. They were engaged to be married, and Phyllis interfered the same way as Taylor interfered with Brooke and Ridge's engagement. I don't remember Phyllis actually interfering. I remember him being attracted to Phyllis at the time, but I don't remember exactly what Phyllis did. So now, here's interesting I don't, thing. Duran says that Diane and Jack were F buddies. See, that's what, honestly, it was like, and it was like angry F. <laughs> angry AF. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that was crazy. <laughs> well, y'all, I, I, I don't Dang. remember it being a good experience for Jack, and that's why I I mean, the way they use the word love, I just, I'm like. Yeah, she says, Aditha says that she may not remember because they've had three Phyllis's to play along the story, but we remember this love. Jack cried over her for two years till 1999. Hmm. Wow. I I mean, hey. I mean, my most vivid memory of the Jack, Diane, Phyllis triangle was when Diane tried to kill Phyllis by burning down the pool house with her in it. 
Okay. And Jack was in love with Phyllis, not Diane. And I maybe I must have selective memory because <laughs> what does it say? It says um the relationship was intense, but he did love her. Jack, Jack and Diane loved each other and hated each other and used others to make each other angry. And miserable. See, that's what I remember, and I don't consider that love. I consider that like, toxic toxic codependency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, right. well, in 2023, they're trying to write they're it. Calling it love. They, yeah. yeah, that they're calling it that they had a relationship. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. But going back to the storyline at hand, I don't know what he... Only thing is, let me ask you something. There's something a little bit confusing to me about Kyle. Because for so many weeks, especially toward the end of last year, he was really trying to ingratiate his mom and get someone to like her, get Phyllis to leave her alone. And then all of a sudden he's kind of like, don't trust her dad. It's like, but you were trying to make sure you, unless he was just doing it for himself. I think, I think with Kyle, it's more about him. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like he wants mm-hmm. it. He wants Diane's presence there to be about him and okay. not about Jack. And because there's been several times where he said to his dad, like, you know, what if what if something happens bad, you know, it goes wrong between you guys. And then she leaves town again, basically saying if things mess up, I'm going to be without my mom again because she's probably going to leave town or you're going to be mad at her because maybe she does something to break your heart or vice versa. And then it affects his relationship with her. Gotcha. So that's how I kind of take it. Like he wants his mom there, but not necessarily thrilled about his parents being together. Gotcha. Yeah. Because yeah. so it was more about him just rekindling that whole mom and son relationship that he mm-hmm. felt a void about and leave everybody else out of it. Right. And gotcha. that's what Jack said in the beginning too. This isn't about mm-hmm. me. This is about my son and. And I don't want anything to do with you. And I will never believe you or trust you. And here we are. He gave her a ring. Yeah. Yeah. And even with even with her, like she started out with, I just want a relationship with my son. But I feel like all along she's been angling for Jack, too. It hasn't always been about Kyle. Oh, I think for her, I think it was actually about Jack first. Yeah, that's possible, too. I mean, honestly, that was the part of the agenda from beginning. I mean, it was one thing to get close to her son, but she knew she wanted Jack. Yep. You know, that's why she kissed him first last year, and he's looking like dumbfounded. Yep. You know, like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? So, I mean... She manipulated this whole thing from the get-go. Exactly. And she hasn't stopped. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. Okay, Maria says that she's new to the Young and the Restless. I've only been listening to it for two years, and it sounds like Diane is using Jack so hard he's going to get his heart broken. And I am here to watch Jack get his heart broken, crawl back to Phyllis, and have Phyllis tell him to leave her alone. Okay, well, here's my thing about this. Oh, wait. Wait, you just hold your horses. (laughs) Rain it in, Trish. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my thing. Even if it come out to be true about Diane, 
the methods that Phyllis went through, she's oh, lying yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's wrong. I, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. You tried okay. to justify the means and you wanted to, you know, show me what I need to see, but I, you lied to your daughter. You brought mm-hmm. this man to town. You didn't do, you did. teamed up with Jeremy Stark to set up a hoax and all this sort of kind of stuff when it all comes out. It's like, mm, mm-hmm. okay, Diana's gone, but I don't know if I want you either. <laughs> right. She, there's nothing that Phyllis has done that has, or um, I t- I'm sorry. There's mm-hmm. nothing that Diane has done since she has been back that mm-hmm. justifies anything that Phyllis has done. I agree. In my opinion. Well, no, I love Phyllis. And I totally agree. She has done nothing but screw everything up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, just to sit up this week and watch her tell this whole fabricated lie to, you know, her daughter and and Kyle over at Crimson Lights. Oh my God, Jeremy is off to Paris to look for that Jack and Diane, and you know, uh, and they're like, "Wait a minute, how would you know about that?" Oh, he asked me to team up with him, but I I told him no, I could never do that. Really? And it, it was, was so it fake, was crazy to watch. Go ahead, girl. The, just the way she was talking, like you can tell when Phyllis is being um, condescending and is not being truthful about. Mm-hmm. her words because of the way that she speaks and the way she was speaking in that moment mm-hmm. was totally it was totally fake so it, what it, and Lauren, Lauren, Lauren yeah, saw she, through it yeah she <laughs> called it performative she yeah. did that was great that's such a great word for Phyllis and, it it's, and it's like what was your point in even telling them that like what was the point because if anything all it did was make it evident or obvious that you are up to something right Right. I agree. And it's so funny to me because whenever Jack and Diane showed up at the restaurant and they're like, how did you know that? And like, well, I told them. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, exactly. what are you doing, Phyllis? Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's crazy to me. It's like, yeah, what were you thinking? You know, and it's just so unfortunate that um, when this all comes out to be true, her hands are still going to be dirty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Covered in muck. Yeah, it's still going to be dirty. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's one thing. She would have did better by just saying, you know what? I can't help you with this, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And then get the proof. Say, hey, listen, I'm not your favorite fan. Maybe I'm doing a flip the script too early. But I'm not <laughs> your favorite fan right now. But this dude mm-hmm. is trying to come for you. Like what yep. Nick did for Adam with regard to Victor trying exactly. to pull up Yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know, yeah. but no, she wants, she, all because Billy told her last week that, yep. oh yeah, they're on a romantic getaway, she lost her mind. Yeah. That was so, I, I didn't like Billy doing that. That really ticked me off. Do you I think didn't he either. was trying was... to provoke her? Or was uh-huh. he no, I just, I don't think he was trying to provoke her. I just think Billy is an idiot. I think he's an idiot. And I think he was trying to provoke her because for whatever reason, he does not hold himself responsible for the affair he had with Phyllis and then got into the relationship. He only holds her responsible for it. Yeah. They both got to take accountability on that. Absolutely. And, and, and Billy one upped it with sleeping with her daughter. So how he can ever, be condescending to Phyllis mm-hmm. is beyond me. I mean, to me, 
that would be the thing that if Billy, not in front of other people, because nobody else knows except for a couple of people, but if Billy said something like that and it was just the two of us, I would get in his face and say, I have two words for you, my mm-hmm. daughter. And then I'd smack him and then I'd turn around and leave. <laughs> You're so funny. I'd love to see that, y'all. Girl. <laughs> and I'm truly not a violent person, but it would be a fun scene. Yeah, that would be a fun, that would be interesting. But yeah, him saying that to her when she was actually on her way out, she told Jeremy, no, I want no parts of this. I'm out of this hotel suite. I'm finna leave, running to Billy. And then she turned around and did a 360 and went right back upstairs. The ripple effect. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, so. um, Yeah. She and what is the end game with this? Like, what is what did I miss it, or did Jeremy say what his ultimate goal was in so this, this round? They're going to mimic the exact same thing that uh Jack and Diane did. They want to find some article to steal from Diane, and it's like, well, what is that going to prove? I mean, what are you going to do with that? So they're going to set it up to look like she stole something? Right. That Well, mm. like, it, it's, it's stupid to me. I think they should have, they were going to set the two of them up. It should have been something different. But he wants her to steal some jewelry or something very expensive from Diane. I wonder if Phyllis is going to do to Diane what Diane did and fake her death, like has been said, you know, some people have been throwing that out there and is going to plant whatever jewelry so that it looks like Diane was at the scene and it looks like she did whatever heinous thing was done. Possibly. That's what, I don't know. That Who knows my thoughts. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's been so many stories flying in the know. 50th anniversary. Uh-huh. The 50th anniversary celebration is next week. And so um, that's what that whole masquerade ball is about. According to the producers, it's supposed to be love. It's supposed to be um, some somebody getting hurt. It's, you know, it's supposed to be really dramatic next week. And uh, obviously, this whole thing with Diane is going to have something. Everybody's going to play a part in that whole thing, from what I understand. Hmm. So I guess uh, what is Phyllis going to do at this party that will contribute to whatever this plan is for Jack and Diane? That's the other parts of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yep. All right. Well, that Did sounds you have like a stupid plan. Else on that one? Huh? I said, well, that sounds like a stupid plan. It is. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Well. Oh, let's steal something and you know, girl, just crazy. All right. So can we also now talk about the whole thing with um this whole McCall company? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my question. goodness. Say it again. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. In what world, if you don't own someone's debt? Do you think you have a right to demand someone else sell their company to you? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, hearing it. these people talk about this, and I haven't, I've been involved in business dealings, not to the tune of, you know, that much money, um, but, you know, some fairly sizable deals along the way, and, and nobody ever talked like that. I mean, it used to be a little bit more realistic with the business scenes. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm listening to Victoria, and I'm listening to Victor. They're making all these plans, and Adam, and... Mm-hmm. The man hadn't signed anything. You don't you right. give him a penny. What are you talking about? You're going to run his company. I couldn't believe, I just watched that and I was like, what is happening? Yeah, that whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous. They're, they're acting like that's in their hands. Yeah. It's the the arrogant. They're just arrogant about it. Mm-hmm. They're so arrogant about it. Just like they have it in the bag, which... I mean, we we all know Victor always has some type of something up his sleeve, which we saw this week what his trick might be as far as trying to get Devon out of the picture. But still, even if Devon says, I don't want it, I mean, unless they're, I guess maybe they're going to pay way over what the company is worth. Like, how are they, like you said, how are they going to convince him to sell the company to the Newmans if that's not who he wants to sell it to. Like they have to convince him. They can't force him. Right. Unless they somehow blackmail him or I don't know. You know how Victor, another dirty trick Victor might have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with you, Trish. I'm like, how are they just talking to this guy like he has no choice but to sell to them? He's okay. got lots of options now, thanks to Ashley. Okay, so here, uh, can I say something right quick? Right quick going back to this Phyllis thing because they're talking about it in the chat according to and I think you brought this up a little bit Trish about Phyllis faking her death you look like that is to frame Diane for her death they've already shot the funeral and they're saying Michelle Stafford kind of leaked about it or something oh so so Phyllis is playing Mm-hmm. It's to fake her death and frame that and then just not be with her family for the rest of her life. Yeah, see, that's the thing. How are you going to pull that off unless you're going to leave the show? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. So you're going to fake her death. She goes to jail. And then when you just happen to show up, what, she's supposed to stay there? I don't get it. Right. I don't get that. I mean, and that's. And then if she does come back, which that's a, illegal. Like you can't, you get right. in trouble for that. Which is well, again, you yeah, you're supposed, supposed to. to. Yeah, you're supposed to. But I mean, we see that for whatever reason, that was never, never even addressed with Diane. Diane or Adam or uh-uh. how many yeah. deaf people that came back from right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, none of this makes any sense. It just the doesn't only thing that. I'm sorry. Uh, The only thing that would make it make sense, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. is if they had Jeremy flip on Phyllis and kidnap her and have her hiding somewhere so she doesn't actually know that people think she's dead. Mm -hmm. Then it wouldn't be Phyllis's fault. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I I got, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how all that play out. 
and I am here for you know because I mean (laughs) like you said okay she shows she goes off to jail because obviously that that makes sense if she want to if they trying to steal some jewelry because they're trying to place Diane at the scene Mm -hmm. just like Jeremy's uh, reading glasses was placed at the Newman's house Mm -hmm. right so that's what they're trying to do but still it's one thing to frame somebody for theft but for murder that's a whole nother level that yeah. i mean that's a whole different ball game you know what i'm saying and so yeah i don't know writers what you're gonna do with that one but okay uh i guess we'll see yep um okay so going back to the whole thing with the newman with the mccall company yeah, I mean, this whole thing about them trying to just automatically assume that it's theirs. and Vic- But here's the other part. Not only do the Newmans think it's theirs, but they're fighting on what they're going to do with it. You got Victoria right. saying, uh, no, it's going to be a human enterprise mothership. And Victor and Adam is like, no, it's going to be a standalone company for Adam to run. So y'all can't even figure that out. Right. Y'all, y'all fighting over a company and what you're going to do with it and you don't even have it yet. Yep. So my, my question is, how come Victor and Adam themselves, outside of Newman Enterprises, use their money to buy the company? I, I would think that Victor would have enough to just do it on his own if he just wants it to be Adam and doesn't want Victoria to have a say in how the company is run. Don't don't buy it under the Newman umbrella. Just buy it as a separate entity, unless maybe he doesn't have the capital for it, without having anything to do with you know his the Newman company. Um, could just be about leveraging the assets. Yeah, I guess. So. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I Devon is kind of. I I was on this side about taking go ahead buy the, your your dad's company. But then when he happened to tell Victor, you just gave him the blueprint to undermine you. Right. Um, he says, well, hey, you know, if I could figure out a way to keep uh, uh, Winter, Hamilton Winters, then I might just give up on McCall Unlimited. And Maybe goes, that's what he cares Victor. about most. And here goes Victor. Yeah, let me see what I can do. And I'm like, oh, Devon, really? But if he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't really care about um, gaining control of Tucker's company and he cares more about his own company I'm sure he could give two craps about who buys um, McCall, McCall mm-hmm. if he gets his own company back I kind of I'm sorry no I was no go ahead Trish oh I was just gonna say I wonder I think Devon possibly did that on purpose on purpose and, yeah I think he did that to see what he could weave and I think he's taken a page out of the book of all the people that he's been around his whole life and watching them do the things they do. And I think he pulled that out of um, a strategy. So you think that, that he just sent them off? I think that he wants Victor to call Jill because Victor mm-hmm. knows Jill so well. He has pull with Jill and Devon knows it because Victor has pull with mm-hmm. everybody. And if anybody can say anything to Jill that will make her change her position on all of this Hamilton winter stuff, it would be Victor. So why not tell Victor? Because you possibly have something or access to something that he wants. So if he helps you get what you want, you you'll be more than happy. 
to help him get what he wants. So because yeah. his Hamilton Winters is ultimately what his goal is. Absolutely. Hey Jenna, um, Jay Money says no. I see. I think Devon played it beautifully. I think he planted yeah. that seed. Yep. And he is mm-hmm. still going to buy McCall. I think Devon oh, is both. okay. Devon is going to walk away with both. Victor can't get mad because that's business. That would he be. Could, I hope he does. Move. Me too. I would yep. love that. I hope that's how it happens. God, that'd be uh, fun. yeah. Yeah, I hope that he he, he that dude that would be so strategic. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna send you off to do my dirty work. Talk, right. I get you to talk to Jill for me. She sighed and get give me the company back. And then, oh yeah, I'm gonna call my dad and be like, let's do the deal. Now I got both. Right, and this that is, would be brilliant. And that would be to get you back for thinking that your daughter could come in and usurp us during our first IPO potential offering. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and that because we've never really seen Devon um, mm-hmm. do this type of strategy when it comes to business. This right. is always like on the Newman Abbott level of things, sometimes Chancellor. So it would be that would be really good to see Devon pull something like that off. I agree. Jenna, we talking about um, this whole thing with McCall and Victor and Victoria and Adam and Devon. That's what we're talking about. Okay, go ahead. Who was, go ahead, whoever was talking. Oh, I finished my thought. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um, Maria said Tucker seemed a little bit intrigued, even though he said that Adam would never have McCall. What if he makes another deal and sets Adam as the CEO? What do you think about that? If he makes Adam the CEO of McCall, mm-hmm. why would he pick Adam over his son? Yeah, that's a good question. I was just that was somebody posted something in the in the uh, comment section. People and Jay Money said people in town like in that town like Victoria keep underestimating Devon's business savvy. He will show yep. Victoria, mm-hmm. Lily, and Victor something with this move. That, I totally agree. I hope that because at first it. I was like, dude, don't tell him that. But you know, from us talking here, that makes sense. That would be a mm-hmm. man. That would be great. And it would be a change because it's not Victor or Victoria or Jack. Somebody um, else wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. What did y'all think been about... Under... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, they, they definitely have been underplaying um, Devon's role in the business world on this show. Yeah, they have. Um, well, I don't know about get... y'all, but if my dad was at the bottom of the stairs talking to the father of my child, now lover... I don't think I would have come all the way down those stairs. Well, that is exactly I, what I was thinking when I saw that scene. Like, who does that? Uh, nobody I know. <laughs> <laughs> and in a shirt. Uh, you weren't yeah. even fully clothed. Right. And then stands there and does the aw shucks thing. Like, oh, God, oh, Dad, what are you doing here? I'm in a shirt. I'm <laughs> I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> and the look on Victor's face was just like, God, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, you know, exasperation. Yeah. The crazy thing about all of that is the fact that Victor showed up at a late hour mm-hmm. unannounced 
And then when Devon had him at the front door, Victor decided to push his way and walk on in. Right yep. He so sure did. Now you got what you got for trying to bogart your way into somebody's <laughs> house. Right. <laughs> careful what you careful what you insert yourself into. Exactly. Uh-huh. You ended up finding out that your daughter and and Devon are hitting the skin. So they the whole, and you found out <laughs> the whole se- the whole uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> go ahead Chris. I mean <laughs> that whole sequence of events was just odd uh, because who who answers the door I never an unexpected the guest door. <laughs> that late at night half dressed because I think he had his shirt on but it was open uh-huh. and no shoes on yeah who just who just walks into somebody's house when uh-huh. they show up unannounced at a late hour mm-hmm. and then also who just walks down like you can't tell me that abby did not hear them downstairs talking and so see who just walks, it's an open staircase right mm-hmm. so who just walks downstairs when you know that there's company down there half dressed right <laughs> i mean exactly Y'all. um hold on one second Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, with those, uh, that's what he gets. I mean, you show up, well, like you just said, he showed up the door with no shirt, open shirt on or, or shirt open. But at the same time, Victor had no business showing up over there. I mean, even Adam told him, you're going to go over there tomorrow. He was like, no, I'm going tonight. <laughs> no. Yeah. And so I thought, I'm like, ooh, Abby is over there. I'm like, oh, here we go. (laughs) The good thing they weren't on the couch. Uh, Yeah. Right. Because normally they were usually uh, rearranged the house. Right. (laughs) Or the front room, I should say. The stairs have been well utilized in that penthouse. I know, right? (laughs) Yes, they have. Girl, that that is too funny. (laughs) But um, let's see what else happened. Was that all that we had for that particular scene? I think yeah. so. I think so. Okay. Okay. All right. We also now have to what Jenna cooking? What Jenna? Yeah, she cooking? said she's in the middle of cooking dinner. I, that's what I just asked. What you <laughs> what you cooking over there, Jenna? Yeah, what you cooking? <laughs> What's for dinner? What time? Listen, Jay Money said Victor got two daughters over there. That is, um, you see what he said, Keisha? I'm looking for, oh, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to go there. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not it's a bad not, okay. thing. Yeah, I got you. Victor got two daughters loving their chocolate right now. <laughs> Jenna says she's cooking uh, shrimp creole. Oh man, that sounds amazing. Well, not for me. I'm allergic to shellfish. So. I don't eat seafood either. Uh, well, you enjoy Keisha. You enjoy, yeah. Y'all enjoy your dinner. Yeah, I enjoy y'all. I love shellfish. me some seafood. Mm. Oh, I wish. I'm, and the thing is, I know what I'm missing because I developed a late allergy. Oh no! And I oh, lived on the yeah. Gulf Coast, and I never liked it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, that would be. T- 
I used to love lobster tail, shrimp, and all that. And, and then in, when I got in my 20s, mm-hmm. I developed an allergy to oh, it. That, I would cry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's very heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I definitely. So that's the difference. You know, most people are allergic to foods early in life. So mm-hmm. they really don't know. Oh, I know what I'm missing. Uh, sucks. Mm-hmm. Suck, suck, suck. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's talk about this whole thing with Adam, Nick, and Sally this Mm -hmm. week. Now, what did y'all think about this whole, I just, I'm so irritated with Sally right now. I just am. But go ahead. (laughs) Oh, it's still, I don't know. I mean, clearly with that dream she had, she's still thinking about Adam in that way and she's using mm-hmm. she's using Nick yep. to um, not think about Adam yep. and which what I don't understand is if you feel that way about him and you know that he still loves you then just admit it to yourself like why are you why are you avoiding those feelings yep and to Nick knows it Mm-hmm. He can feel it. He's not stupid. Well, I mean, yeah. you know. Oh, he's stupid. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he, but he I mean, knows. I mean, seriously, Summer is exactly correct. You she being really selfish. Is. I said that. I said, well, you just proven exactly what Summer said. Yeah, unfortunately. You using my dad to get over Adam. Yeah, I do think yeah. that she does care for Nick. I really do. I think Sally I, really I do does too. care for Nick, but she is in love with Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they have an undeniable connection. Yeah. But see, I see a pattern going. In. I don't just only person that's not truly afraid to be with Adam at one point was Chelsea. Sharon did the exact same thing, similar. She wanted to play off the affection. You remember toward yeah. like maybe three years ago? Because she was afraid of what everybody was going to think of her or being in a relationship yep. with Adam. Yeah. And now Sally, who used to be solo dolo because she came into town as this isolated person, so it worked with her and Adam. Now yeah. she's fitting in. She don't want to be looked at the outsider she used to be, and she would end up doing that by hanging out with Adam, which right. sucks. You yeah. know, and it's like, girl, and I mean, the, the dude came to the door. She didn't even let him get in the door before she started taking off her clothes. Yeah. I mean, taking off his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she went right for the shirt buttons. I know, really. Um Jenna says she needs to see Adam take control of this. Get a get an attorney or lawyer. Set a meeting with Sally and the lawyer. Take the emotions out of this. Call Sally's bluff and get Nick out of this mess. Uh, I mean, get a lawyer for what? Um, to, to go ahead to establish custody. Well, the thing is, some of the rights that he would have, you know, so because this is right now, it's the first, of course, nine months or whatever. But if Sally continues down this trajectory and Nick doesn't go anywhere, it's going to be even more problems. Yeah. Because doesn't he have to wait for the. Oh, sorry. 
because he's going to even, you know, Nick is already trying to stand in the way of stuff. I don't want you to stress mm-hmm. her out. I don't want you to do this. And you're going to cause problems. And it's like, are you serious? He, that girl is carrying part of his DNA. What are you talking about? You yeah, act like gotta... he's going to throw off a cliff or something. Right. Doesn't he have to wait for the baby to be born first? And like have have the legal document of the birth certificate that establishes his paternity. I have no before you can do well, anything. Well, from what I understand, there are laws in place to establish certain rights after the paternity tests have shown that, especially when they want to hook people on, you know, certain responsibilities. Because I know this is a very sensitive conversation, especially in this day and age. Oh, for sure. Oh my God! Some I got nothing to say. I don't have any kids. I don't have an opinion. (laughs) I just wish. I just wish the very best for the kids every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, be at least right now they could say he should be allowed to go to some of the visits and things like that because if it's up, Sally has been trying to keep him, freeze him out, and honestly, it's not really fair, you know. Um, I understand that she's the, you know, she's caring, she's incubating the baby right now, but it's, he gave her the seed of life. So, um, but that's a whole. I'm sure you would love to see the first sonogram. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I can imagine that would be devastating to not be invited for the first sonogram. Um, and the sonograms, I think, are something that I would hope people would share, unless there's a problem, you know, if there's some kind of an issue or something, then of course you can't. But you would hope that if the people got along and there was no issues of abuse or anything like that, you would hope that both would be together to see that. I, I think that would be really heartbreaking if not. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some guys may not care. Some women may. I don't. I don't know. It just in my mind, that's what I think. Most of the couples, especially younger couples that are building families, the guys are there. They're looking at the sonogram. They're just listening to heartbeats. They're they're there. And I mean, we're not talking about the small percentage of deadbeats. We're talking about dads that are in relationships married that type of thing and this situation is weird because it was goodbye sex yeah she she got pregnant because she of course wasn't she wasn't taking her pills properly as she admitted and they didn't use protection as we know because that's why obviously it was up in the air between the two of them um now that it's a baby involved and it's not the person that's in the current relationship because she was actually now in a relationship with his brother. Um, it's it's a very weird whole. The whole thing is just jacked up. Oh, it's complicated. <laughs> it's so complicated. You know what I'm saying? And Nick is not helping because he's still carrying around this angst toward Adam. Do you think it's like why bar that it helped? Say it again. I was hoping. Here's why I fought the writers at this because before the two, before he got involved with Sally, meaning Nick, 
those two brothers were building a relationship with each other. Then they insert Sally into this whole storyline with Nicholas. And now Nick is trying to one-up everybody. He doesn't want to listen to reason. Victoria tried to tell him. Somebody else tried to tell him, too, and he wasn't listening. Summer tried to talk to him, and it's like, no, 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 I'm going to stand ten toes down in the middle of this mess. You know, and it's like, dude, you need to take a step back out of this and let them figure this out. This is my opinion. Go ahead, Keish. I I, I agree. Nick Nick, uh, does need to take a step back, just like we discussed last week. But I still, I still stand by my, um, my thought that Sally doesn't have to invite him to doctor's appointments if she doesn't want him to be there because they're not together. Yeah. Um, and but it's not about the two she, of them. It's in the best interest of the child. A, I mean, uh, yeah. I just. You, I mean, I usually, usually, once there's a child involved, it's not about you anymore. I mean, sure. that's just my per- perception on that. Um, it's you two working together to try to get this next seed or lineage into the next generation. And I yeah. mean, that's just, but I, I don't want to go there. This is not the, the type of conversation. Yeah, I get ahead. it. That's just how I feel, though. If I'm not in a relationship with you and we're not, we're not in a good place or whatever, then... I feel like it's my choice of whether or not I want to invite you to the doctor's appointment. Um, and, and Sally wasn't the only one that wasn't careful because Adam could have worn a condom and he didn't. Uh, you know, Regardless, let's, not, let's, not, let's not go down that road because we're going to end up in a whole nother tangent. I no, I get, I, I'm just saying that because um, every, you know, people are, are saying how Sally didn't take her pills correctly, but she's not the only one that is responsible in not doing things right that night. So, I don't know. Bottom line is, for me with this situation, Sally's pregnant now. Nick needs to butt out of that part of her life. Mm -hmm. And they just need to figure out how the three of them are going to get through this whole thing. You know, Jenna said we're not going there. <laughs> my, What'd you say? Jenna. Jenna. Go so my thing about this whole thing is that every single time Nick opens his mouth and says, I'm going to give you space, he's back five minutes later. <laughs> exactly. It's like, why, why? You said you were going to give her space. You left. And now... Oh, I, I, I just wanted to say good night. Well, you already did that. He, he looks desperate. It's just not a good look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does look desperate. And I don't think I ever remember Nick being this way. Not about like any woman that he's dated. No, it's almost it's almost pathetic. It's almost like he thinks he has to prove a point or something. That's I what I was I was saying with, with with him. He's trying to one up Adam. 
you know, he keeps saying all these negative things about him. And yeah, he's always got something up his sleeve. And what's his agenda? And it's like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Did he have an agenda when he gave your kid a body part? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's some interesting conversations in the comment. Um, oh, my, it's some, oh, yeah. I mean, they're going bad. Yeah. Because see, okay. Let's just. Um, oh, okay. It's because one thing Jenna says, a woman should take care of herself, period. So I, I guess if I understand you correctly, Jenna, are you saying because women uh, control access to sex and birth? Is that what you mean? It starts with the women, woman first because of the fact that she's the gatekeeper to sex. Because if if that if it's no consent, then everything else after that cannot happen. Is that what you're saying? Let me know if that's what it is. Um, hold on. But anywho, yeah, that's I knew that was going to go down a slippery slope. Yeah, because I'm looking at there's <laughs> a couple back and forth with that. Um, anyway, let's move on, guys. I'm very hopeful that it was just specifically for being protective of ourselves and not yeah. for any other blaming whatever's. Yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> um, the only reason because I know these conversations outside of the show and it can get very, very uh, interesting. I'll just say it like that. Um. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. She said, yeah, she is her own gatekeeper. What I'm saying is that every woman is responsible for her own body. Every woman takes responsibility for herself. That's what Jenna said. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. It's up to us. Whatever. Uh, hold yeah. on. I'm to charge my phone. I disagree to an extent, but we don't have to get into that. Right. But it's I was what I was saying is what you said earlier is that it's the woman's choice. Of whether that, um, you know, the invitation and all that to go to the sonogram and all that. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. That, let's, let's shift trajectories. That dream that Sally had about Summer combing her hair, I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, that was, I think I left the room at, at one point during that part of the episode. When I walked back in, that was on the screen. I had to re rewind it. Like, what? wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> but then I realized it was her dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and even she, even Sally in the picture that's on the screen, she looked like she's shocked. Like, why is Summer chroming my hair? <laughs> so obviously she was even shocked in that dream. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. But yep. that was hilarious. And then, of course, we saw Adam having a conversation. You know, well, yeah, those dreams were definitely strange. Um, yeah, they were. But what that should tell Sally is like, look, if I still, and then he, even Nick, after they were finished doing the do, Nick was like, are you still conflicted? Dude, you know she's still conflicted. Absolutely. Quit playing. I mean, you know? anytime someone answers a question that pointed and that specific and that intimate, and you answer it and your eyes dart back and forth, everybody knows you're full of it. Exactly. They agree. That answer. Yeah, hit the like button.
you. If you haven't hit the like button on the YouTube side, make sure you do so. Hold on a second. She was she took a picture just outside the door out here. Okay. Um, yeah, make sure you hit that like button to um let the algorithm know that the content is being enjoyable so they can share it out to you know other viewers on the platform. So appreciate that, Brie. Thank you. Um anywho, what were we talking about? Go ahead. Who was that? Trish Kelly's dream. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I just um the whole thing just solidified what we all know. Yeah. Still in love with Adam. Yep, and she needed to just take a step there. Yeah, that whole conflict com comment, you know, Nick, you know that girl is still conflicted. Why won't you just say, look, sort out your feelings and let me know. And he needs to stay gone until she's ready for an answer. Stop just showing up every five minutes. Um, Amaya said, Nick getting all the blame isn't it. Sally is grown and she keeps reassuring him. Exactly. I agree with that. Oh, yeah, she is. She's absolutely doing that. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's she she's mm, she's yeah. lying to herself and everybody else. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I think so too. She still cares for Adam, of course she does. That's why she keeps dreaming about him. That conversation that they had was so relaxed and fun when Nick saw them downstairs. Yeah, it was. It was so natural. It was natural. So, you know, and even she was enjoying it. That's what made her go upstairs and had a dream anyway. Yeah, she was enjoying it. And Nick showed up. Yep. He wasn't supposed to come down there. He was supposed to wait. Oh, but, you know, he got the phone call, but still. And then he showed up again. Mm -hmm. Oh, he just needs to not. He just. Oh. <laughs> Didn't he say something about I'm going to knock the door down or I'm going to call the call yeah. 911 if you don't come to the door? You she said go sleep. rest and get sleep, and now you're banging on the door. If I don't hear from you, then, you know, I'm going to get the uh, security to break the door down. And I'm like, dude, really? I think Jenna really wants, uh, she said, does Sally really want this baby? Jenna, weren't you the one talking about you, want, you wanted her to lose the baby at some point in this story? I don't think Jenna wants this baby around <laughs> between Adam, between Adam and Sally. Nick, oh, Amaya said Nick keeps giving her an opening to be honest. She never takes it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Amaya's that. right. Yep, I agree with he, that. He has asked her several times, um, even like early on in their relationship. He's asked her several times, "Are you sure? Are you still okay with this?" Like, have you sorted out your feelings? Mm -hmm. And she just, for whatever reason, is just not admitting that she still wants to be with him. Nope. Yeah. That's... And I don't know if it's like, um, I don't know, because of the way that he broke their relationship off. Yeah. The humiliation. That's, you know, yeah. That is, got her hesitant to go back to him because she... Yeah is afraid that, you know, what if something else happens where you get this bright idea to break up with me because you think it's for the best. Right. Um, and then I have to go through this again. Like I, 
That's the only thing that I can think of is the reason why she's so hesitant to give him another chance. I agree. I think that's a very plausible uh, scenario. Oh, she, Jenna answered your question. Keisha, she said she wants to know if Sally really wants the baby because she hardly mentions it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now, we also got to switch to the other Newman, and that's Victoria and this situation with Nate, Elena, and Audra. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. I don't think I've ever seen Victoria so thirsty in my life. Thank you. And all the years of watching this show. (laughs) Other than when she was going after Ryan, when Ryan was with Nina, Mm -hmm. this is worse than that. Because now Mm -hmm. she knows better. Back then, she was really young. She was like, what, 18? Now she's a grown woman. She's had relationships. She's a train wreck. And Audra is a bulldozer. Well, here's the interesting thing. I didn't realize, I knew that she had kind of flirted with him in the past, but she is like trying to get at Nate full force herself too. Mm-hmm. I was like, because when she had that conversation with Tucker, yep, and she said, uh, why shouldn't I throw my hat in the ring? He's a catch. Yep. And I'm like, really, Audra? So you won't fight your boss? <laughs> you won't fight your boss and boss? <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, that whole thing, I was like, wow. And I'm like, Elena, well, I mean, what you going to do, girl? Because here's the other thing is, and she even said it herself, Elena did, when, um, of course, Nate was gaslighting because he wasn't telling her the whole truth. Um, She said, listen, I know what this looked like because I said did the same thing to Devon. That's right. Yep. You know, so, I mean, honestly, you know, what starts on BS usually ends on BS. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? Um, I, she has, every time she's had some type of suspicion about something, mm-hmm. because she didn't like um, Amanda's sister. Because of, you know, her suspicions that she wanted Nate, which, Mm -hmm. of course, we all know Nate, who plays Clueless, has no idea that somebody is flirting with him, but she was right. And it it was almost like she had to convince Nate, like, she's flirting with you in front of my face. Right. And Mm -hmm. he would make excuses. Oh, no, no, that's just her personality. It's not like that. She's right again with Victoria. She was right with Audra. Yep, every time she's right with Victoria and Nate, and this time it it it, it was thrown at him. Victoria threw herself at him. Yeah, she yeah. made she was just flat out clear about what she wanted. Yeah, with Nate, and instead of him being honest with her, <clears throat> he is trying to play it off as if there's nothing going on. And I think he's mainly doing that. I, I, yes, I think he is attracted to Victoria. But I think he wants that job more. And he knows that if he's honest with, um, what is his girlfriend's name? Elena. 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 Yeah. Name just fell out of my head. He knows that if he's honest with Elena about um, what's been going on there, that he's, if he wants to keep her, he's going to have to 
quit that job and he don't want to quit that job mm-hmm. so he's going to lie to her about um, all the advances that Victoria has been making and them kissing he's going to lie about all of that in order to, to keep that job you know what and Reese, keep Elena yeah. Reese said Elena is too passive with Nate she has no friends on the show she needs to be friends with somebody like Phyllis at least Phyllis would have put two and two together and show up at Victoria's room. Yeah, she is passive. She is, she's friends with Mariah and Tessa. Girl, they hardly Mariah show them Tessa, together, but... Yeah, Mariah and Tessa is <laughs> in their own little world. With the baby, you know, they try to get the baby or whatnot. Shit, they ain't yeah. thinking about Elena right now. No. Um, yeah. The only other thing is with Nate. Why did you... Couldn't you just send a text message up to Victoria and say, look, I'm going home. Why you had to go up there mm-hmm. and and tell her no, but then say, oh, yeah, I, I want you, but I got to say no. Like, dude, mm-hmm. you only giving Victoria more ammunition because yep. she know that you attracted, even though you turned her down today. What's going to happen in the next time and the next time and the next time she keep coming for you? She's going to push those buttons on him like he's a calculator. Oh, yeah, yep. he's going to pop. Yep. You know, and it's just so unfortunate. But um, honestly, with and in the situation with Audra, why did that's interesting? Now that girl's trying to play some serious chess. So you go and you try to tip off Victoria. I mean, tip off Elena about Victoria, so you can sneak in the back door while you got her looking at her. Right. Audra is a slickster. You know what? Honestly, and Jay Money said this in the chat. They need to actually put her with Adam. Audra. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. I would because I'm to over see that. I'm over Adam and Sally. Oh yeah, me too, girl. Even though she's pregnant with this kid, I'm over the two of them. I would love to see Audra and Adam together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really hot. I did not want to like Audra at all when she first came on the show, but she has grown on me, and that she's she plays that part to the hilt. Here's the thing about Audra and Tucker. They are 110% emotionless, transactional yeah. relationship. They sat at that table after her saying, I want to go for Nate, and him, of course, she knows that he wants um, what's her name? Ashley? Ashley. That then they turn around and flirted with each other, talking about, I know I got something I can give you what you need, or whatever he said at that table. And I'm like, dang, how y'all go from talking about one to somebody else, but then y'all can start throwing, like, let's go up to the room. Uh, that is pure compartmentalization. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect word for I it. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in real life. Yeah. I mean, she, I know that. You that's usually hard for women to do because there's a lot of times sometimes you get emotional attachments, but Audra is like, Mm-mm, just give me what I need for the moment <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> I mean, I really want to be over there, but if you can give me what I need, then we good. All right, you're done. Okay, I'm finna leave. That's what she does. And the same thing yeah. for Tucker. Yeah. I'd like to see her have a a, a bigger storyline on this show. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah. I like be... her. I like her character. Yeah. Well, see, I think just say for example, when Adam was CEO of Newman Media, 
instead of putting Sally up underneath him as COO, Audra would have been a perfect COO for Adam because they're both ruthless and sneaky. They would yeah. work. They work well together. I mean, Sally used to be that girl until she want to fit in with the Newmans and fit in with General City residents. They really, they really messed that story. They messed it up for us. I mean, if if they get back together and and they can show that fire again, then I'm all for it. But the whole the, the whole breakup scene was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, clumsy, um, boring. You know, there wasn't spark to me. If that first kiss didn't have a spark to it, why would you continue to search for the spark? You talking about when they slept together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. They had been fighting each other for the oh. week up to that point, and then she was like, "Okay, well, let's let's see see what happens in there." Yeah. I don't know. That whole situation annoyed me. But you know what? In order to come up with the who's the daddy storyline, they had to have something happen. You know what I mean? They did. I would have just preferred them not even have the who's the daddy storyline. Exactly. Keisha, it's so overdone. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then incorporate Nick. I mean, Nick already has Christian. Yep. Yeah. You know, and it's like, because we did this already with Nick and Adam. When Sage had an income, you know, Sage left that letter behind that Adam is the real baby daddy and all this. And it was like, like oh my, and here we go again. These two fighting over a kid with a different person. Here we go. Right. So, I don't know, like, like Keisha said, we could have deal without that. They messed that storyline up. I was so disappointed last year with that one because originally they had some, everybody loved Adam and Sally all yep. last summer, earlier in the year. It was clicking like fireworks. Wanted them so, to be the power couple. Exactly. And then the moment that they decided to switch this off, Adam leave the company, fake like he don't want to be with her and break up with her. And then Nick slide his way in there. I was like, what are y'all doing? Messing it up. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. That sucked. Suck, suck, suck. Okay. Um, What else happened with that? Uh, oh, we talking about Nate. Yeah, I mean, Victoria was throwing it at him. Throwing it at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And her confidence, she was so confident that he was going to get between the sheets with her. Because she was like, look, I'm going up to my room. If you want to come up there, fine. By the way, I'm in room 407. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he, he gets up there. Uh, Nick was like, what the heck is going on? Right? <laughs> yep. Because he's like, where are you going? And then he right. gave his whole explanation about how, oh, me and Elena... We had it out. I need to take a breather and I'm going to go upstairs and get my own room. I'm like, you know, that's not a good look. Nick. What a liar. I mean, yeah. that's not a good look, Nate. Because Nick going to be like, man, what's going on? And what happens if he talked to to Elena? Like, yeah, I saw Nate over at the ho- at the hotel. He got a room. Everything okay? Right. She's going to be yeah. looking at like, what? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think Nick... Is. I don't think Nick bought it anyway because he was like, I just saw you with Elena and you guys were fine. Or he just told me you guys were doing great. 
Y'all, that was going to be my flip the script that Nick would say to Nate uh, at the elevator. Tell Victoria I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, in the chat, um, Jay Money said that this is the sexiest Victoria has ever played her character. With, I'm assuming you're talking about Jay Money with the way that she's coming on to Nate. Um, and I, as as thirsty as she is by throwing herself at him right now, I do agree with that. Like I don't, I feel like I've never seen Victoria play this um, very, I don't know, like a seductress. Yeah, the way you, she's you doing don't remember her doing that with Ashlyn Locke in the early parts of their relationship. No, tried, okay, okay. I don't feel like it was like that with him. Like she was obviously, you know, flirting and trying to draw him into her so she could get you know, what she wanted from him in the very mm -hmm. beginning. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember it being like this, like how she's doing with Nate. Mm -hmm. um, because, and I don't know if maybe it's because she, there's really nothing for her to, to gain from this with Nate. Mm -hmm. um, I know that she's trying to get him to, to talk to Devon and talk him out of buying his dad's company, but that's not really, you know, Nate, isn't going to be able to do that. And she, she knows that. So it's for her, I think this is purely like she's just attracted to him. And Honey, it's not. Uh, Bree said, look apart. Look, a part of me doesn't blame Victoria for fantasizing by the hate. <laughs> I do the same thing too. Oh, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute, Bree. What about um, uh, what's his name on Bold and Beautiful? Carter. Carter. Man. Yeah, I thought Carter was your dude. We switch your sides here. You're right. I thought Carter was your dude, Bree. Can it not be all inclusive? Yeah. I, I guess it can. I guess there's no rules here. I guess it hey, is. Is this a club now? Listen, it's, <laughs> hey, hey, it's Friday night. Why not, right? <laughs> um, yeah, Amelia said on ET Entertainment Tonight Canada that Sean is the best kisser. Listen, are they both single offset? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. I don't know, I know about she her. Is. She is. She, I, I don't is ever remember um, Amelia Hindley. Oh, okay. Okay. And I don't, I don't know. I follow him on Instagram. I don't recall seeing him taking pictures with a significant other. Uh, I, thought um, he... I don't know, but uh, yeah, if she's saying he's a good kisser. She's feeling some things in, on set. <laughs> they be like, listen, uh, they be like, okay, and cut. Uh, I said cut. Right. <laughs> Hello. Stop now. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> You're so crazy. Bree says she loved Carter. I can fantasize about Nate. That won't hurt Carter. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. They up in there talking about Trey songs and who's the other singer? Trey talking songs. about Yeah, ludicrous. The two Wait, guys, Duran and Jay Money, is in there talking about the song Sex Room by Ludacris. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay, y'all.
I know we talk about Rule Four Seven, but yeah, well, Victoria is being messy. Um, let's see, she yeah, got she a man is. on each. Oh, Bree J Money said Bree got a man on each show. Let her live. <laughs> okay, but yeah, they're really trying to sell us with that. Even that picture that I have up there that they took—that was a, a photo from the show. Uh-huh. They are they really do. trying to sell that. So I'm wondering if they're going to eventually go down that route. Yeah. Would y'all be Could open you... to it? I mean, how difficult would that be, though? You're dating your boss, and you know how controlling Tori is. Yeah. That's and not... if it's one thing that Nate has made clear is that he doesn't like controlling bosses because he didn't like that with Divine. Now, I don't know if it would be different because he's getting something something else from her, mm. but... I would think that that would, if they did go down that road with them, I think eventually that would cause issues in in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Jay. Jay Money says she be playing Usher's get good kisser, thinking about them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that song. Oh my god, <laughs> that is hilarious. Y'all funny. I got a lit group over here in this chat, boy. I tell you, Friday nights is obviously... I'm not saying the Saturday morning chats aren't, you know, I guess it's still morning. Everybody's up and getting just waking up. But Friday night is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Yes, honey. Yeah, Bree, you can do a crossover. Um. Okay, so did we cover everything with this storyline? I think so. All right. Uh-huh. You think you got yeah, anything? I think we did. No, I think. I All righty. And we, we're we not missing anything else. We talked about Devon and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phyllis, Diane, Jack, Sally, Adam, Nick. Okay, yeah, we covered. It was only three days. Yeah. But it, but was it seemed like a lot. Mm-hmm. It did. Okay. Let us switch over. And we're going to talk about the bold and the beautiful. Um, hold on. Let me get my summary together. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okie dokie smokey. The 13th. Liam is stunned when Hope explains that she will be working with Thomas again, despite promising this wouldn't happen. Liam lists Thomas's misdeeds and calls Hope's decision deja vu as Hope cries, while Thomas vows to Douglas not to make the same past mistakes. And Bill pushes Sheila to confess her crimes and reveals that he's working with Ridge and the FBI as Steffi worries Hope has feelings for Thomas. Where y'all want to start with this week's of Bold and the Beautiful? Can we start with that? The Steffi bringing up um, Hope, thinking that Hope has feelings for Thomas. Okay, go ahead. I don't want to go back down this road with them again. Like, where is this thought of hers coming from? Just because she decided to work with Thomas again? Like, I, I just, I hope she doesn't bring this up to Thomas and thinking, um, bring up the idea or the thought that maybe Hope has feelings for him because I feel like all that's going to do is take Thomas right back down that road where um, 
he starts getting obsessive over her mm-hmm. because he thinks he's got a chance. It's just frustrating. Like, leave the Hope Thomas hookup alone. I'm over it at this point. And the way that the things that they have had Thomas do in the past when it when it has come to Hope, like the creepiness behind um, yeah. that relationship, like, I don't even want to see them together at this point. I just want them to have him move on with somebody else. Like, please bring a woman on this show for him. Because it's just, it's old. It's been years now where they've gone, done this back and forth um, between Thomas and Hope. Which really isn't, it really hasn't been a back and forth. It's just been Thomas being obsessed with Hope. Well, yeah. I, I will say that um, with this whole thing, when when um, the little boy, Douglas, mm-hmm. said in that whole conversation, oh, I would love to have my mommy and my daddy together again. And then turn around, we hear Staffy talking about, hmm, I wonder if Hope is really liking him. She did say to Paris how hot he was. I'm like writers, y'all, y'all trying to pretty much give us a tip that y'all finna actually go there this time. Yeah, I think it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen oh. this time and it's gonna be hopes. I think so. I think she's gonna be the one to do it. Yep. And I, I I read somewhere where somebody said Liam cheats on hope. With who? I I don't know. It didn't say with who. It was better not be Stephanie. Right. It was one of those um clickbait where you you know they give you a little headline of what mm-hmm. they think is going to happen and then you know you make the mistake and go r- try to read it and you have to go through like 30 things and I couldn't help myself I had to read it it was talking about how <laughs> it was talking about how um they're thinking that possibly Liam is going to cheat on Hope because he resents Hope for hiring Thomas back and he goes astray so then I started thinking well I mean, I don't want him to cheat with Steffi. Would they, are they bringing Ivy back if this is for real? Like, I don't think it's, I don't know that it's for real. Nope. You know, but that's out there in the stratosphere being talked about. Yeah. The only, the only way they could do it is either Paris, Steffi, Brooke, Mm. or one of her aunts, Mm. or just some, some one night stand of a character that we don't know. And I doubt that they do that because that really has no effect on the storyline. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, that last last fall when they had Thomas fantasizing, or was that, yeah, that was Thomas fantasizing when Hope was in that green dress and they kissed or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was pretty hot. Those two, honestly, I think will be hot together. They just got to stop making Thomas obsessed. Yeah. And creepy. And creepy. (laughs) If you're going to put them two together, let it be Hope's decision. Yeah. I think there's chemistry there, too. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I want it to happen, um, but then I don't want it to happen. I don't know. I don't want it to happen. I want... (laughs) <laughs> what I would like to see is Thomas get a new woman and then Hope figures out that she's got some feelings in there for him I'd and like it's a little that. jealousy thing in there. Yeah. But she doesn't get Thomas because Thomas is, is done yeah. obsessing over her. 
I, I mean, would, even if they don't hire like a character, mm-hmm. on, they can get one of the models to like him and take on go on some dates with him. Exactly. Yeah. You know, one of the models like, oh, you know, hey, Thomas, you free now? And he like, yeah, I'm interested. Let's go out to eating. Or they're, you know, being real cozy or cuddly in the office and, you know, hope is like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could, I would go, I would go for that storyline. I like that storyline. Yeah. So it would be, but obviously with both Douglas and Steffi saying what they're saying this week, you know, they're going to go down that road. It just, they ain't saying that for no reason. They're trying to put it out there. Go ahead. I was just booing it because I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Liam liked it either. He was pissed. (laughs) He was. Oh my God, when that girl came back and said, I'm doing what I want to do and you can't tell me nothing. He was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of, I was kind of proud of Hope. for, <laughs> But you see how quickly Liam was just like, you know what? She made her decision when she was talking to um, or he was talking to uh, who's he talking to? To Wyatt? Wyatt, yeah. Oh wait, no, never mind. He was talking about the first conversation they had. Oh, okay. When he said um, they just they had a little bit of an argument, and then they just she agreed with them. But maybe it was he was talking to Hope. It was when Hope after Hope told him um, that she was going to work with Thomas again, and they argued a little bit. But then he was like, he said something like. Um, this is your decision or it's your company or something like he basically backed down. He did. So yeah. he didn't he didn't, you know, keep pressing her and make her feel bad for making the choice that she made. Bree said, I think Liam would cheat on Hope with Brooke. That would make that would make the huge push toward Thomas pushing her into Thomas's arms. Mm-mm. Oh, that would be crazy. Man. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't know if I did. That, not me. And I mean, you know, with regard to Brooke, well, she went on that date with Hollis. Mm-hmm. She's not going anywhere with Hollis. She said she wasn't anyway. Mm-mm. Ridge is back. Yep. Ridge and Bill are working together now. Wait, mm-hmm. girl, listen, we, that's a whole story. We I mean, talk about separate. <laughs> oh my god go ahead I, I just I mean all these people are so intertwined and I, I don't know how I don't know what to expect with all these relationships coming together I mean Brooke and Taylor are buddies now and now Bill and Bridge are working together and and Sheila's still sleeping with Deacon and like I mean what is happening Okay, Jay Money said, ladies, I've always wanted Thomas and Hope, but I'm tired of the show not making it happen. I have been pushing for Thomas to hook up with Bridget. Bridget? Yeah, he said Bridget. Huh. I don't know about that one. I well, hold on. Let's think about the let's think about the DNA path here. Hold on. Well, I mean, there is none. There's no blood. They're not related. Because they're not blood related. No. Okay. I mean, you know, I don't know. He and Hope aren't related either. 
but they're stepsisters. Yeah, step, but then step. Jesus' aunt and his step sister. Oh Lord! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I need an org chart. <laughs> I know, right? Try to piece all this together. That's, oh my goodness! Okay. I think we'd be safe. I think we'd be safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um. Oh, Bridget is his aunt. Is his aunt? But not blood. But not, yeah. Not yeah, just only because Ridge is not biologically Eric's. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that would be a little odd considering that Ridge or um, that Eric is her bio father and Ridge I mean, is. Is is Eric's adoptive son, right? Yeah. Well, and yeah. Ridge and Bridget kissed years ago when I remember she, that she fell in the hole at that at the offside of the cabin. Yep. 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 I remember Ooh, that. Okay. Oh my goodness! That's All a- these people been locking lips. Cause, yeah, because it's like he he grew up thinking that Bridget was. His bio aunt, so that would be odd to me. Like I don't, I don't care that they did find out some years ago that Bridge wasn't biologically heirs. If you, if you have grown up from birth thinking that yep. somebody was biologically related to you, I don't see how you could uh-uh. suddenly develop feelings. Yeah, that's weird. Um, um, let me ask you a question, because um, Keisha brought this up about um, her. Because you say you was proud of Hope telling, you know, choose, I guess, you. so are you saying you were proud of Hope choosing the job over what Liam was saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that she stuck to her guns because if that's what she really wants to do, mm-hmm. then, and it's her business, yep. this doesn't, her, I don't know. I mean, I guess in a way, yes, it affects Liam because of the history there with Thomas and the things that he's done Mm -hmm. but it's her business and if she is comfortable enough to give him another chance then Liam Liam should not stand in the way of that so I was proud of her for standing up um, for what she wanted and not allowing Liam to talk her out of it yeah so uh, let me ask you this then so um should she have just been straight up from the beginning instead of just saying no, going to the office, saying yes, and then come back and saying no? But I don't I, think he meant to. I don't really don't think she was going to say yes. Yeah, I don't either. I you think, think? Oh, so she was. You think she just she changed her mind at the last minute? Yeah, I think oh, okay. Taylor. I think Taylor was the one that convinced her. Like listening to to Taylor and Brooke talk to her in, in that moment, uh-huh. and Taylor was saying, you know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be supporting a decision to bring him back if I really didn't believe Thomas had changed. Yeah, I think um, that is what changed her mind. Gotcha. Okay, but other than that, she was gonna say she was gonna stick to her guns and say no. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think she would have. So. 
Um, Bree said Hope put her foot down. She's only done that a few times. When Liam cheated on her with Steffi and thought he got her pregnant, she tossed him out the cabin. You guys remember that? That was such a good scene whenever she... I remember the look on Hope's face when they were in that fight, and she goes, what? I mean, she lost it. It was so good. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. She was screaming at Liam, and she just went off the venom. (laughs) The venom that came out when she had that scene was so good. And that was really... Annika Noel came out in that scene. I mean, it was like this huge um, exit from a cocoon of some sorts where she had been holding back and holding back and holding back and then mm-hmm. she ripped apart and it was so good. Huh. I'll have to go. I mean, I remember, of course, the situation. I just don't remember. Um, I don't remember the scene, how the scene yeah. went. It, it's worth going to find. If I find it, I'll, I'll share it. But it, it's really good. So let okay. me ask you guys this. A lot of folks are thinking that Thomas has not or is not going to change. What do you do? You think that they're going to take him down another redemption path or what? I, I don't so. know at this point. Because, I, I mean, we thought that they were doing it the yeah. last two or three times that Thomas was supposed to be redeemed. And then they just, the writers just turn around and it's like they change their minds. I don't know if they get bored and they decide, oh, let's mess Thomas's life up again. Let's mess up this character again. So it's like, I I don't know. For whatever reason, they can't stick to one one way or the other with Thomas. Mm -hmm. I kind of think sometimes they maybe have like dice that have you know, a character's name on <laughs> dice, and then on the other dice, it says like live, die, be happy, be sad, destroy career, destroy personal life. And they just roll the dice, and then whatever, you know, it's Brooke, destroy love life, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, don't I know. think they didn't damage this, this, this character so bad that a lot of people won't believe it. They just yeah. don't. Oh, and for even, sure. And even if they, do you know make him look like he's been redeemed people have just seen him in the, at his worst that they'll still be like oh yeah I know I can't I just gotta wait for the shoe to drop you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. but, I, but I, I hate that thing that it's like that with Thomas but with Bill it seems to people seem to just turn off the I hate Bill switch when yep. he hasn't done anything in a couple months yeah. But for Thomas, for whatever reason, people don't give him that same grace. Yeah. And I don't I feel like it's gonna take years. So like with Quinn, like Quinn was awful at one mm. point. She was yep. she was awful. And then for years they just, you know, she just didn't really do anything um that was harmful to any of the characters and people began to like her. Because I remember I couldn't stand Quinn. I liked oh, the character, her. like um, what she brought to the story because of the drama, but like I just I didn't like her because of the things that she did. But then after after a while, she grew on me, and I started to like her. Um, 
So I don't know if it's just one of those things where they're just going to have to make uh, the Thomas character take a back seat for a while and just, you know, be in the background, minding his business and popping up here and there and doing something nice here and there or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, right now it's just they've got him as one of those characters to where people just don't want to give him a chance and everybody hates him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, it could be that or, you know, something happens whereby he's the one that saves everybody or, you know, donates a body part like Adam did. You know, I don't know. But, but you know what? It ain't work out for Adam either. <laughs> oh, you're healed. Okay, we can hate you again. Right. Well, well here's the, here's the, oh my God, really? What? No, I I just got notification that uh, number one seed got upset by sixteen seed. Who? <laughs> um, Purdue lost to Farley Dickinson. Oh and wow! It was, oh, I missed it. Oh no way! <laughs> I've been watching basketball since it started yesterday. Uh, oh, I turned my little wow. brackets in yesterday. Oh, yesterday morning. Goodness. Oh y'all. Our governor Uh-oh. did not pick U of H to win. <laughs> well, I, gotta I mean, say, does anything know, else need to be said? Listen, it's up in the air this particular tournament because didn't they just lose their conference tournament? Yeah. U of H? <laughs> Yeah, then they just moved the conference tournament yesterday. They no, won? the conference tournament. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, which was last week because all of the conference tournaments was last weekend. And I remember having a conversation <clears throat> because somebody was one of my guy friends was telling me, Oh, it's up in the air, it's up in the air. And sure enough, the next day, University of Houston lost. Okay, uh, yeah, so. Anyway, back to the soaps, but I just got that note. I hate I missed that game. Oh, I didn't know it was coming on this evening. But anyway, I'll I'll probably go back and watch the highlights. Anyway, but um, yeah, I think they have done because remember the previous Thomases mm-hmm. were not like this Thomas, right? So just with Matt Atkinson coming on and he brings that that dark twisted energy in his character. He's got that edge. They were exactly. So it really turned the Thomas character on his head that everybody can't stand him. Not everybody, but a lot of folks. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Y'all ready to move on? Sure. Okay. So yep. we, we got to talk about um, this whole thing with Sheila Bill and now Ridge. <sighs> Okay, here's my thing with, with uh, I, I, let me just, I'm going to dive into that one. So last we remember back in November, at the end of November sweeps, he was licking his wounds, the women didn't want him anymore, and he took off to do some reflection. At what mm-hmm. point did he t- team up with Bill and, and decide to work for the FBI? 
Nobody knows. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, even though I gotta say it was a shocker, I was in here screaming on Wednesday, <laughs> and people thought I was nuts. What's wrong with you? Because I was like, oh my god, are you serious? We knew Bill had to be up to something, right? But when I when when the dust settled, I was like, wait a minute. How do all that? <laughs> Where's the backstory? Right. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get it. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I was excited. Uh, Yeah. It definitely was. I definitely was not expecting it to be Ridge that he Mm -hmm. was plotting something with. I thought he was doing something on his own um, because it was the only thing that made sense as to why he was acting the way he was acting and willing to put his relationships with his sons on the line. So after a while, I think people were getting the idea that he was up to something. Did not see it being partnering up with Ridge, though. <laughs> Still have that a was a shock to me. It is a huge shock to me, too. And I know other people have had this question, too. And hopefully they will tell us. But why would you go to all this trouble when if you just would have stayed out of it, no one else ever would have known what Taylor did if in fact she did shoot you? Cause I still have my questions on that one. Um, but if yeah. Stephanie and Finn would have testified and then other people would have testified, she would have already been in prison and stayed there. You know what Girl. I think? Exactly. That's exactly what I think of Trish. Sorry. Yeah. Because this could have been you, over with. Yeah. Then you get it. You're, you're literally intimate with her. Like uh-huh, you're yeah. not just like you, you have done everything with her and there's cameras. Like I'm, there's so many questions here. I've got so much. Yeah. Hmm. You know what I think happened? So, and this is just me speculating on the backside of this thing. I think once the whole CPS storyline ended, everything fell off. It went in the toilet. Then they decided to throw uh, Sheila and Bill together. And, I mean, people was upset. This is crazy. What are you talking about? We knew Thorsten K was going to be gone for three months. So they're like, how can we bring this dude back and bring a shock factor? I honestly think they threw this together with it probably in the last six weeks. They had to because none of it makes sense. Why would you have this man sleep with this woman? Sleep. I mean. They did not sleep. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, cool. This is, fr- Listen, this is Friday. This is Friday night. So you had them two sexing each other on the floor in the fireplace, right? I mean, uh-huh. seriously. And then all of that was going on. The cameras are in the front room. Riz obviously had to been watching along with the FBI. That none of that makes sense to me. Well, so the only thing I can think of is that they threw this storyline together for a shock factor. Well, okay, so I'm shocked too because if she's been under surveillance this whole time, he knows darn good and well that she's gone that she's gone to Deacons, and he knows darn good and well what would have happened over at Deacons. Yeah, and then she mm-hmm. comes home, and it happened with them. Note, y'all, she did not change her dress. Uh, oh my gosh yeah i mean i'm mortified like i'm absolutely there was no there was no real thought given (laughs) like really really that's how you're gonna lay it out there for us 
couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. it's just I, and like Jenna just said, another storyline <clears throat> with no backstory. I mean, I, I like on their backstory. I gotta say, I was shocked. I was excited. I like I just said, I'm like, oh my god, no, they didn't. And the fact that they brought Ridge looking like a renegade with his hair pulled back and a ponytail. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, he like a, a dude that's been I'm on the you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, but okay, so here's my other question. They wanted because right before Bill left to meet up with Ridge, right? He told Sheila to confess all her sins. And she mm-hmm. was thinking, now she's thinking about Deacon. She wasn't really, I mean, she did have a flashback about somebody getting thrown out of a window or something. Mm-hmm. And the bees. And the bees or whatever. But. Space, yeah. What is she? She's been in jail several times. Did oh, yeah. She, did she go to jail for that stuff already? No. So this is new stuff. I don't think it ever was resolved. I think it was speculated, but I don't think it was ever resolved. Yeah. Okay. So if that if that part don't come out, because they they're looking at her like she's on the phone. We're gonna figure out what you're doing. What are you gonna do when all you find out is that she's been sleeping with Deacon? That's not a crime. I don't think there's a statute of limitations for murder, though. Yeah, but I'm saying. The secret oh, that they, right because they're seeing her on the phone. She talking to Deacon. She ain't talking to no mastermind, whatever. She talking to Deacon. What if he knows that we've been sleeping together? What if Bill and and Ridge don't think when they find out that that was that was Deacon her sneaky link? Yeah, so that was that was one of the things. One of the first things I thought about was, well, this this is gonna mess up Deacon. Because they will definitely tell Brooke and Taylor and Hope and all them yeah. that Deacon has been messing around with Sheila all this time. Well, and then somebody and, else was speculating online that they think Deacon's in on it with them and that Bill and Ridge are the one who gave him the money for the restaurant so that he would help them get Sheila to admit. There's all this speculation going on. I cannot wait to oh see my goodness. how this unfolds because I have no idea you know, there's some storylines where you can just, you can read it like a, you know, a, a bad romance novel. You see it coming, you know exactly what they're going to say. You can yeah. say it with them, even though you hadn't seen the script. This is not that for me. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm here to see it. Yeah, that would be interesting if Deacon is a part of this, because that would redeem himself with hope. Yeah. And Brooke. But he's in his feelings right now. I don't know if he's that a way, part man. of that. I mean, that dude was pissed off that um, that uh, Wyatt and Liam was talking trash about Sheila. Yeah, he right. was like, "Oh, I got to remove myself from this conversation." Yeah, he did. <laughs> Y'all talking about my boo thing? I can't stand that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my girl. Exactly, but. That I'm telling you, that was the craziest thing ever. I knew he was coming back on the 15th. I just did not know how. Yeah. Wow. I was shocked. I think a lot of people was excited. I know when I did the recap on that video on Wednesday, the the comment section was bananas. Because they were like, oh my God, this is so exciting. 
new bill was not the with Sheila, blah, blah, blah. They had to do something because none of that made sense in January and December. It just didn't. I met him on the beach and we talked for hours and we built a connection. And he now you blackmailed. But see, that's the other part why I said they threw this in. Why blackmail? If this is the FBI and all that, why mm-hmm. blackmail uh, Taylor? Why do that? Well, maybe they're yeah. maybe the judge is being going to be exposed as well for being a bought and paid for judge. I mean, I don't know. I thought about that too, and I was like, what is? What's the end game for this? Aside from you know getting Sheila for everything she's ever done. This is. I just mean. A- yeah, Jay Money said, why would Bill and Ridge even need to team up to put yep. Sheila away when Steffi and Finn and Lee had enough to put her away if Bill never protected her in the first place? Exactly. exactly. <clears throat> well, then, and that just shows that this seems like an obvious last-minute switch with the writers. Exactly. Because it's just the continuity just isn't there. That's not exactly. Right. They threw that in to, like, how do we clean? Because they wrote themselves into a stupid corner. And they're like, how do we get this man out of this? His family hates him. He's ostracized. Katie can't mm-hmm. stand him. How do we get them out of there? Okay, and then we got to bring Thorsten K back. Oh, this is how we can do it. Let's just throw these two together. Yeah. Now they're all going to be best friends. Yeah. This girl. You say kumbaya. Yeah. <laughs> Now, oh, Brooke, Brooke and Taylor is one thing. I don't think I can picture Ridge and uh, Bill being best friends. No. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, Bill threw him out of a freaking helicopter. Right. I mean, right. on. You can't really come back fully from that. <laughs> I mean, you know, thanks for getting us on your jet to, to get Finn with Steffi, but you still threw right. me out of a, a helicopter. Now, V. Carter says, part of me hopes that Sheila outsmarts everybody. Oh, no, no. Off the cliff. It's time to go. I mean, but honestly, you got to keep somebody around because if you're going to clean up Thomas, we have no villain. Yeah, they need a bad guy. They need a bad guy. You have, anytime you got drama, you got to have contrast. And so, unless Bill is working with, with Ridge, okay. So, we got to have a villain, and you got to keep Sheila around somehow. Yep. Y'all are killing you know, me. I mean, unless they turn Finn into something, but I doubt it. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> oh, no. They yeah, need Finn, to leave Finn alone. I mean, <laughs> you know, all right. Okay. Keep Kimberlyn Brown, but make her have a long lost twin that comes and takes out the real Sheila. And then Sheila's dead and Stacy appears. And then yeah. we still have Kimberlyn Brown, but just not Sheila. And maybe she's devious, but she's not evil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah that's, well, go ahead. I was going to say, if they. If they want longevity with her character, they need to switch her from the um, the evil acts that she's done, like trying to kill people, and just have her do random devious stuff like Trisha, like Quinn was at one point, where she would just do little stupid things to make people mad, but it wasn't anything harmful, per se. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not like when she shoved Deacon off the cliff into the waves. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say... I was shocked when it first happened, but I did laugh. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> so funny. Well, his face, he is so good. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Uh, somebody said, what if they oh dang, I just lost it. I can't I can't find the comment, but somebody in here said, What if they bring um Finn's dad back to oh here yeah, it is. right it's, there. It's Bree. Yeah, to help Sheila. That uh, that would be interesting. I mean, if they brought his dad back into the picture since they had, you know, their little prior relationship, that's that could be some some drama right there. Yeah, mm. maybe she's that not they could work with right now. Maybe she's talking to Jack. Yeah. Mm. Or that's did she possible. say his name on that call? I think no, they didn't. Was, they show I him on the she phone. She was talking to Deacon. She was. I thought they showed Deacon on the phone. Too. Right. I could be wrong. They did. Okay. All right. I don't remember you guys. I just <laughs> wish that they would bring someone like Jay Money says she look at other kids. I wanted to I wanted when um Heather what's that girl came over there? Um on the young and the restless. Uh Daniel's daughter. Lucy. Lucy. Oh. I was hoping they would tie that into it or bring Daisy back or something. That would be really interesting, you know, or she show up over at the hospital and talk to Finn and say, hey, I'm your sister. And you're like, what do you mean you're my sister? Sheila Carter is my mom. You know. Yeah. Daisy would, would be a good addition because she's just as off as Sheila is. Yeah, she's, well, she was her brother, she was worse than her brother or was her brother worse than her? I can't well, remember. She was Daisy, worse than her brother. Yeah, because she did Daisy, something to her brother, didn't she? Well, Daisy was yeah. manipulative and Ryder was the gopher. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So and I when think Daisy Ryder wanted something done, Ryder would just go and get it done. Yeah. And I think he ended up in the end working against them. But mm -hmm. I think he got, didn't he get shot or something? Didn't something happen to him? Gosh, I don't remember. Something happened. They both were on the young and the restless. Yeah. That was like what, maybe seven, eight years ago or something like that. I feel like it was longer than that. Longer. It was Might like have been longer than that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they both. Oh wait a minute, Sheila has two children, Daisy and Ryder, who are crazy, and she have kidnapped and raped. Okay, gotcha. Ryder, I don't think Ryder was crazy. I, he, I think he just wanted to please his sister and his mom, yeah. but he. He was the yeah. one out of the group that was actually um, rational, and he he actually turned to the good side at the last minute. Okay, that's right. Okay, yeah, because he turned on Daisy, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Right, Ryder came and grabbed Daisy, and they're on the run. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think he wanted her to go to jail, but yeah, okay. he also wasn't trying to kill people either. Right, but he he still wanted to protect her. Yeah, I I honestly think that that's where they can really come become creative instead of throwing crap together. Is you know bring even bring the same girl. Now I know Daisy, the girl that plays Daisy, she does a lot of crazy Lifetime movies mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So she might not be available, but if they did recast somebody with the same type of persona. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. That would be really good. Yeah, yeah. the guy that plays writer has been on um, several successful TV shows too. Mm -hmm. You he know, came so. sort of a little heartthrob there for a moment. 
Yeah. Somebody said, Bree said the writers should be do a crossover with Chelsea, go over to B&B to be with Thomas as fashion designers. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about that one. I wouldn't yeah. mind having Adam come over there to get with Steffi. That would be interesting. Well, that leaves Finn out in the cold. I know. I like Finn and Steffi. Mm, yeah. And maybe he can go be with Nice Summer. Hmm. Y'all got quiet. <laughs> I'm thinking. I mean, the news. No, that'd be boring, but, though. You think so? Yeah. Really? Yeah, maybe with Hunter King Summer. No. I think the summer's too tame for him. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That that would be weird. Okay. Um, did we cover everything with this situation? Uh, I think so. Got anything else, uh, Keish? I don't believe I do. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Mamie will be back next week for the I saw that. For yeah. the bicentennial event. And uh Ray, the guy that plays Ray, what's his name? Jordy Villasuso. Mm -hmm. He's coming back to play Ray's twin brother. Stop it. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Stop it. Like, is that for real? Yeah. That's what so I is this saying. a long lost twin that they didn't know about? Supposedly. I'm oh. like, really? So, so, so Sharon's daughter's had a twin, and now the last man she was in love with was a twin who was separated. Because <laughs> you have got to be well, kidding it's me. A, it's a small world. This is why Ugh. I hate when they kill off characters yep. for people that are leaving the show, because they bring them back with these stupid, ridiculous yep. storylines. The same thing they did with Amanda, or Hillary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have got to be kidding me with this. <sighs> So, okay, he wouldn't have been at an ashram or in a cult. So, where does our speculation of where he was? Oh. Raised in Silicon Valley by some rich tech family? Mm -hmm. well, oh, um, Amaya says Jordy is not coming back. He uh, was joking. Sorry, yes, he is. For he sure. Is? I'm on soaps.com. Yep. Okay. It says it right here. It's teasing a comeback. And they're for sure, it's not him coming back as Ray who had gone undercover or something to work with the FBI. Listen, they shouldn't have leveled They shouldn't have cut that entire family off in the first place. I know. I agree. I know. You know, even, I mean, even Mia, as annoying as Mia was, she was still good no, for the show. She was fire. They should have mm -hmm. kept Mia. Mia kept everybody yeah. on their toes. Yes, she I agree. Did. They should, and I mean, they had Arturo, they had Ray, and they had Mia, and then Lola. they had Lola. Yep. And I mean, why not? They tried to hold on to Lola and Ray for a while, and then Lola went, well, the girl that plays Lola, she went off to do the Supergirl. Supergirl. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Supergirl, and then, well, you know, kudos for people to find bigger projects. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Good for um, them. But we left Ray by himself. Right. And then I wish they yeah. would have recasted Lola. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they should have done. 
That's what they should have done. Jenna said that she heard that Phyllis is leaving the show. Have you any of them heard that? No. I haven't oh. heard that one. Mm-mm. Oh, mean, yeah. With the way RJ they have her is, going right now. Yeah, RJ will be back too. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. There was a lot of stuff. You know, I... Dang, I thought February was last month. Usually all of the good stuff happened in the sweeps month. They should have did this whole thing with uh, Bill and and Ridge and all that in February for the sweeps. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I think that's it. Okay, so let's go ahead and do our flip the script. So for those who are unaware, flip the script is if there's a particular storyline or a scene that you wish you could change, that's where we flip the script. So who's going first? I'll defer to Keisha. Um, oh, okay. Um, my Y&R flip is I wanted, I really, really, really wanted Phyllis to be playing Jeremy. So I wish that how she was telling everybody she sent Jeremy to Paris. I wish that that truly would have happened. Okay. And what you got, Trey? Um, for YNR, um, I you know I wish Nick would have told Nate to tell Victoria that he said hi. <laughs> I really do. I think that would have been hilarious. Oh yeah, you did say that earlier, didn't you? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that one. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I would say my flip the script is when Victor came over there. He was looking crazy. <laughs> I would have had Devon say, well, that's what you get for just showing up in my house and bargaining. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you to push your way into my apartment, into my penthouse. You pushed your way in here, and so that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he excused himself out the door, but next time, on, and I would have said, hey, Victor, by the way, next time, call phone first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got for bold? Excuse me. Um, my bold flip is Steffi never mentioning anything about Hope, thinking she has, uh, thinking Hope has a crush on Thomas. Mm-hmm. I don't even want that out in the air. Like, just I wish we could reverse that scene and that was just completely taken out. What about you, Trish? Honestly, I don't know if anybody's going to like this, but I wish Hope would have said no and I wish they would have cut her line and I wish they would have done had Thomas do some other something amazing, maybe bring back Ooh. the men's line or do yeah. different versions I like of that. the line and left Hope floundering and that Douglas would not have moved back because... I I would have thought that would have made for some exceptional drama. I, like I that. agree with you on that because we would drag for a whole week of him begging. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, you know what your line goes. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you yeah, imagine a good the devastation, one. the trickling devastation and the drama that would hit every relationship, Logan Forrester, everybody, Spencer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what they would have done? They would have blamed Thomas. Yep, mm-hmm. they would have found a way to blame it all on him. You know it. Even yep. though none of them wanted him working with her. Yep. All right, my flip would have been she was saying 
You know what? You really want to know what I'm harboring the secret? I just had hot sex with Deacon. Oh, Bill would have been like, <laughs> what? That's it? <laughs> You're so funny, Sheila. Because <laughs> I'm looking at this picture on my screen of her and the way she looking is like, yeah, I got something to tell you. All right. You know what? Yeah. You know, you want me to confess something? Yeah, here you go. I just had hot sex with Deacon. Deacon Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> and it was better than you. Oh, no. Joe, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Deacon knows because I told him. Exactly. You know, when you're with a billionaire, don't you sign like some kind of confidentiality agreement that you won't talk about anything? <laughs> mm, I guess uh, yeah that would have been my flip that would have been I would have been rolling that would have been hilarious there's a bunch of flips in the comments too oh what do we got okay so V um, okay first of all J Money says what do we think about Adam having an affair with Chloe since there's been so much hatred and animosity between the two of them A couple years ago, I actually wanted that to happen. Yeah, but the girl put a bullet in him. Yes, she did. But he almost blew up a whole building with his entire family in it. So, yeah, but they're not sleeping with each other. I mean, my she not only put a bullet in him, she blew him up in a cabin too. So, I don't don't know, Jay Money. Okay, V Carter says the ultimate flip the script. Jeremy and and Phyllis falling in love, enemies to lovers. I really wish he sticks around. Yeah, yeah I want him to stick around too. Yeah, he's funny. They have good um, Okay, and then Bree says Audra blackmails Victoria for Nate's job. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Who was she yeah, used to because... blackmail her though? Huh? Yeah, who was she who used was... to blackmail her with? Uh, the whole thing with Nate because that is a conflict of uh, interest, but her daddy owns the company, so yeah, that ain't gonna hurt Victoria. It's gonna exactly. hurt Nate if anything. It's gonna right. hurt <laughs> right. So she she could blackmail Nate to, into quitting his job so she can go for it because Nate doesn't want, of course, Elena to know what's going on there. Somebody said. Ron said, what do we think about the writers giving Sheila a baby storyline? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. No. Her being pregnant? Yeah. No. But Adita said that would be something if Sheila gets pregnant with Bill's baby. Mm-hmm. What would be really mm-hmm. great is if an alien spaceship came up out of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> 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 Oh my goodness. Um, hold on, let me see. Uh, Jenna wished that Thomas not come back and just told Steffi he was gonna start his own fashion line. Yeah, we were talking about that for a mm-hmm. while. Yeah. Um this Edita said, What if Sheila got pregnant by Deacon and tried to make the baby appear to belong to Bill so she won't stay in prison? Isn't she like she older than me? I'm fifty six. Isn't she? She's, older? Yeah. Um, she She's like is fifty nine. Yeah, that's not no. I mean, I know it has happened. It's been in the news that it has happened, but that's like a a one in a gazillion. Yeah, it's an outlier. Yeah. 
And I, oh. I don't, I don't. Want and they're not accidents, right? Usually, uh, yeah. No. Or by this one woman actually had her daughter's baby by artificial uh, IVF. She yeah. carried her daughter's baby to term. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Usually, if it if it happens at that age, it's planned. Like you're purposely doing it. Sure. And she and your and your watch. You're high risk. You're off your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. Seven on three. Something between them. Annika. Somebody said for anyone saying. Oh, Jay Money said for anyone saying Annika Nicole. I mean Annika Noel. And Matt Atkinson has no chemistry. Watch the kids Thomas imagine in the green dress. Yes. That scene was fire. It was. It was. Um, Carter said that's sexual harassment by your superior. Yeah, Victoria. Mm -hmm. Devon should said Vic call and knock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The dark Kimlin Brown is also at the 50th for the YNR. Oh, yeah, there's some big bash that's going on, too, uh, for Y&R, because it's their 50 years this month. So, um, okay, so who we got taking seats? But Young and the Restless first. Who's taking a seat? Ooh, okay, so on Y&R, I mean, I'll just say Abby, because... Staircase scene. Uh, okay. <laughs> Who do you That's have, for Arkeisha? Oh, yeah. For me, this week it is. Okay. It was a short week. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I've got Phyllis mm-hmm. because of all of her ridiculousness that she's been doing. Victoria, because of the way that she's shamelessly throwing herself at Nate. <laughs> um, and. Victor, mm-hmm. just because he thinks that he can puff out his chest and, and say, I, I want to buy this and you're going to give it to me. And that's not how things work in life, Victor. Oh, my that's goodness. That's all I got. Okay. Um, on my um, who's taking the seat, Nick needs to go sit down somewhere. And um, Victoria, because you're just throwing it. You're just throwing it, girl. You're just giving it away like it's on clearance. Um, and and then who else? I got to say Nate, too, because you know mm-hmm. what's going on. And you telling Elena, ain't nothing going on. What are you talking about? And then he got defensive about it, too. Mm-hmm. And you know you lying, boy. And then mm-hmm. Phyllis, because she's been lying to her daughter for months. Um, okay, what you got for bold? Uh, for bold, I think, um, I think Steffi, I think. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, slow your roll. Steffi taking a seat for what? Well, for bringing up the whole, the whole whole thing. thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was, that was uncool. Okay, um, cool. I think, um, of course, Sheila just needs to take a seat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I guess uh, I'm good. Okay. You went already, right, Keish? Not, uh, not for a bowl. Okay, go ahead. Um, 
So mine is Trish took mine, oh. Steffi, <laughs> because because of that ridiculous statement she made. And I'm going to also say the writers because of I, like we were saying, it feels like they threw together this idea of Bill and um, Ridge working together to take Sheila down, which is ridiculous. Yeah, the way they came about this. Um, That's it. I agree with the writers part of it most definitely. I gotta say Liam because he's been whining and crying and all those all kind of stuff. He get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I said, the writers, none of this. It's just y'all just threw this in at the last minute, probably in the last six weeks because they do film like six <laughs> in advance. Okay, uh, there's a bunch of seats in the in the comments too. Uh, Ron Julian says Nate needs to go take a seat alongside Josh Griffin. Bree says Victoria and Sally leave Victoria in the ocean, but even that wouldn't be enough. Not the ocean. Yeah, that's what she said in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Sally said Sally doesn't even get a buoy or a lifeboat or nothing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. She also said Sally needs to get off of Nick's lap and go sit up behind in a therapist's office and sort her life out. <laughs> Jenna says Victor, Victoria, and Audra. Lakita Boosie says Thomas. Ron Julian also want Wyatt and Liam and also hope need to take a seat alongside Brad Bell. Uh, Bree said B&B take a seat, Bill. He played this Sheila so played this Sheila so stupid Sheila mm-hmm. was already in jail and got her out for no reason other than to throw her back in yeah that, that, that's just a stupid storyline mm-hmm. yes V Carter says Adam needs to take a seat to Tucker um Jenna says the writers of the show should take a seat Aditha says I like the summer she's classier that's true um Ray was a good character Jay Money said, Bold and Beautiful Writers definitely need to take a seat. And Nick needs to take a seat on Y&R. And how is Wait, she? Wait, some, somebody putting Douglas in a seat. Not oh, the baby. Oh, sure did. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, Douglas didn't do nothing wrong. Look, Lakita. Lakita. What, why are you putting <laughs> Douglas in a seat? We're just curious. There's I some wanna... people out there that think Douglas is very manipulative. Yeah, that's what I, I was asking last week. I said, do y'all think Douglas is manipulative? Because he was sitting up and saying, it'd be nice if my parents could get back together. <laughs> that was good. He didn't, he didn't have nothing to do with it this time, though. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, Aditha says, why don't they put Thomas with one of Sheila's daughters? Could you imagine Thomas and Daisy? No. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would Absolutely be toxic. Not. Mm-hmm. That would That'd be, be crazy. Yes. <laughs> that would be extremely tough. Also, before you leave, another way to tell bold writers scramble the storyline. How do you explain using the shady judge and Bill paying him off? Yeah, that's a good that's yeah. a good point. Why would you pay him off if this is all a scam? Maybe he's in on it. Girl, it makes no sense. 
they they threw this mess in somewhere in February because they realized that that, that storyline was trash. The ratings had dropped big time. They pulled they, out the dice. And they like, what the, What can we do? We got to bring Thorsten K back into this. He's, he's coming off of his little hiatus. Oh, yeah. Let's put them two together. If we put, if we put uh, Brooke and Taylor together, we should be able to put Ridge and Bill together. And what life? Because, see, here's the other thing. Remember when those two were fighting with each other over, well, before Ridge left and Bill was trying to get with Brooke. She was saying no. He was out. None of that make any. None of that makes sense. But hey, it's it's a soap opera. I guess it's not supposed to, right? No. Mm -mm. Yeah. And then how are they gonna bring RJ into this? Not into the storyline, but on back on set. Is he just gonna be like, hey, I'm back from school? What is his piece to this gonna be? What is his storyline? I think he's absolutely going to be there to try to get his parents back together. Uh-huh. And I could I could see them putting him at odds with Thomas. Oh. That makes sense. Taylor's son against Brooke's son. Yep. I could totally see that happening. Oh, God. So they're going to give us a break from Hope and Steffi going at each other. So you're going to put the two, the other two against the each other. The two brothers, yeah. And they're actually brother brothers. Like, they have the same father. Yeah, that is true. Hope and Steffi were just step, not just, because people are close with their right, right. step-siblings. Right. But, you know what I mean? These in this, cl- in this case, they are the stereotypical where they don't get along right. uh, step-siblings. Exactly. I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see how they bring RJ into this. Like you said, that could be a good point. Maybe they're going to put them, pit those two against each other. Yeah, I just have a feeling because this Thomas is going to, or Thomas, um, this RJ is going to be older. He's not going to be a kid. Because right. isn't he, I think somebody said he's, what, 24, the actor? Right. I guess that doesn't mean they can't make him play a team, but I feel like he's been gone long enough to where he should have graduated from high school by now. Yeah, he's been so, going a while. Yeah, so he should be in his early. I mean, early 20s. there's no girls except well, unless he gets with Paris. But yeah. I mean, the only other storyline would be family conflict. Yep. I mean, he ain't coming unless he's bringing a little girlfriend back. Cause the last time he was on the show, he was dating Coco. Right. Yeah. Which is Sally's they together, or did they leave and they were already broken up? They have. I'm almost certain they had broken up because I think Sally did something to where she used Coco mm-hmm. to to get some Forrester secrets. That necklace, that charm. Yeah, yeah. And I think after that happened, I want to say. I want to say Coco was the one that broke up with him because she felt so bad about what happened and then... That's right. Okay. She left. Yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah, somebody said, Jay Money said, poor Zenday. That dude, he can't design. He ain't got no girlfriend. Well, so when they when they were, I guess, criticizing the Hope for the Future line, Steffi did say Zenday is a couture designer. He's not 
he doesn't design the type of the the type of styling that hope for the future needs. So they didn't completely down his designing. He's basically just he's a high fashion designer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they kind of they kind of threw him a bone there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mary Hillborn says that I wish Billy wouldn't be bother Chelsea so much. I'm one. We didn't get a lot of that. This we didn't get any Billy and Chelsea this mm-hmm. week, did we? Not this week. Mm-mm. No. I, but he's know, just I, as annoying as Nick is uh, with Sally. He he's sure is. My yep. I'm not feeling the whole Daniel and Lily thing. I, I just, I don't know. Oh, I am. I'm waiting for that. To, Me too. To jump really? Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I done told y'all, like, Daniel and Lily were, that's one of my favorite couples. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll let y'all have that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll buy into it at some point. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I just think they outgrew each other to me. Because all that's going to be is another situation where Daniel's dating his boss. Just like what we're saying about Victoria and Nate. Now, granted, yeah. Nate and Victoria never dated before. But, you know, Daniel is working for Lily. He's that's her boss. That's his boss. So I don't know how that's gonna flow. I just I feel like their dynamic is different where they already have an established um respect for each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and and an established history that mm-hmm. wasn't a bad history. So yeah. I and Lily isn't a control freak like I even with Billy, I don't think she tried to assert her power over him. Mm-mm. I think I think she can balance a work and personal relationship, whereas Victoria, I, she cannot do that. Victoria's, She's going to assert her power in, at work yeah. and in the relationship because yeah. of her position at work. Yeah, I agree. And because of what she went through with Ashlyn. She's not ever mm-hmm. going to give her power to anybody ever again. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Jay Money says Daniel and Lily feel forced. Bree said Daniel and really? Lily boo. Oh, <laughs> come on, y'all. Um, what else? I don't feel we. Oh, Jenna says I don't think we know enough about Daniel yet. Um, yeah, they've been pretty guarded. I don't know. We coming out. What do we need to know though? Like, what else is there to like? What do we need to find out? Um, I kind of want to know more about what happened. Yeah, because remember we were saying there was really no backstory to him. He just came back and he was acting weird and all this so kind of and, and then it come out, you know, there were some issues between him and Heather. But mm-hmm. Eyes only says with Daniel and Lily, it, them two seem like Katie and Wyatt. And uh, something of a relationship never felt done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I'll have to see if they sell it like they're trying to sell Devon and Abby or Nate and Victoria because those are two relationships that they are definitely trying to sell. Um, uh, maybe I can, maybe I can see. Oh yeah, Amanda Michelle Morgan will be back next week too. Oh really? Yeah, she's She's going to be at the Bicentennial, so she's going to be there, and she's going to be dealing with this whole court case thing, too, so. Huh. 
Yep, so Michelle Morgan will be back next week as well. Um, I'm trying to think if I missed anything else. I think that's it. Yeah, see, uh, there's folks talking about Daniel is still a mystery. We don't know what he's been up to. Mm-mm. I guess I guess the way I feel like the writers were trying to present it to where they weren't giving a bunch of specific details about why his marriage and his relationship with his daughter fell apart. But we know that it's because he was basically a jerk to them because his career failed. So then, I don't know, he re- resented his wife because she was successful and he was not. So he turned into a, a meanie, basically. Uh, oh, a meanie. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else they could have presented there other than saying specifically, you were drinking and when you were drunk, you were mean or you were drinking too much or, you know, the... Um, he was hurting them or something like that and I'm guessing that mm-hmm. the writers didn't want to go too deep into what specifically he did to ruin that relationship yeah. but we know that he yeah. we know that his I don't know his behavior towards them was hostile um, in a way that Heather felt like she had to leave because they couldn't be together anymore because you know he was he was a jerk basically yeah Okay, so, yeah, so Michelle Morgan, they said well, she will attend the, the Splashy Gala celebrating General City's Bicentennial, and she'll be there for legal counsel. So are they actually going to still go through the whole court thing? I guess that depends on what, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what Victor and uh, Jill talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, let's see. So Amanda, Danny, Leanna, Mamie, and Nina will be there at this bicentennial. Who is Leanna? Leanna Love. She's the one that wrote the book about Victor Newman years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are the folks. There's, and then, oh, wait a minute. Let me see. It's supposed to stretch over a period of the next two weeks. Cool. The the this whole 50th, 50th anniversary thing, yeah, the, which includes this bicentennial gala. Oh, because it wasn't it supposed to be like the 200th anniversary of the their town or something like that. Fifty years. So I guess that I, I guess girl. Um, he's Josh Griffin said you won't be expecting any of. It said you won't be expecting any of the twists that are going to happen over the course of the event, but all of the stories won't be played out. With all of the turning points coming up, it feels like there's only the end of Act Two. So is this something that mm, there's going to be a night that includes romance, intrigue, and danger, as well as a moving tribute to a very important citizen? Okay. All right, so what that tells me, Keisha, is you need to be prepared for a lot of flashbacks. Uh, I know that's not uh, right. Up there. Uh, okay. <laughs> At least they'll still keep the stories going forward. Yeah, because it even yeah. says it. It says the General City's path will still be in the great interest of new viewers. They'll get glimpses as we build toward it and we do the flashbacks in certain episodes. 
<laughs> I guess I can prepare myself for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Remember I to breathe about that. Because <laughs> I know how you feel about flashbacks. So boring. I know, right? Um, I'm trying to think anything else coming up. Oh, Devon is going to try to get uh, forgiveness from Amanda, which I don't think that's going to happen. How's that going to come to fruition? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. And let me see. Anything else exciting? Um, oh, Lord. It says the energy in the air is electric as Hope and Thomas designed together. I saw oh, that. Oh. <laughs> Look out. Keisha. Why? <laughs> well, there you go, Keish. Your dreams from a year and a half ago are finally coming true. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Um, oh, Steven will be back, too. I forgot about that. Brooke's dad. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're going to be on. Um, and uh, let's see. Lillian, uh, oh, okay. Well, and then, of course, okay, so that's pretty much only exciting pieces that I see that's going to, but yeah, the energy and the air is electric. Well, you know <laughs> what that means. Yeah, she's going to be looking at him in the eye, and then her eyes are going to go to his lips, and then she's going to look him in the eye, and then they're going to cut away. Listen, just <laughs> give they better if they're gonna do that, the scene better be hot as the one I saw in the green dress back in November or hotter. Hotter. Don't give me no Adam and, and, no. and Sally dry cereal romance. No. Or another daydream. Or right. another daydream, exactly. If you gonna go there, let's go there. You dive in, man. <laughs> <Well, what laughs> Who's the boss in that situation? Or do they work for two different departments? Oh. I, I don't think know. either one of them is each other's boss. I feel like they collaborate. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess if anything, it's her line. Yeah, mm -hmm. but he owns 5% of the company. Yeah. So he gets profits even if he doesn't work there. Mm. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. Well, we got some good stuff coming up. Some interesting stuff to say the least. I'm 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 interested in that whole I'm sorry, uh I wanna see the hope thing though. Hope and time. <laughs> I but, do. I mean I really do. I, I I've gone back and forth, but I it's time. Like I it needs to happen. <laughs> uh, it just feels like he he just wore her down. But hey, hey just... listen, uh, Keisha Jenna must agree with you. She said, "Do y'all really want them to go there? I mean, really?" <laughs> yeah, exactly, Jenna. <clears throat> I think I do. I uh, think I do because yeah. it can crack so much apart and cause so many other subplots and sub stories that mm -hmm. it could it could really um, have a cascade into some great drama. So I really would like to see it. I mean, we're talking about potential custody fights. We're talking about, um, you know, the parental figure fights. We're talking—it's it, a whole thing. Hey, listen. Well, what if she popped pregnant? Hope. Yep. That would be interesting. She, that would be interesting because here's the thing: if they sneak up and and do what Deacon and and Sheila's doing, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we'll have another Who's the Baby storyline because obviously she's sleeping with her husband. So, yeah. I mean, because Liam has been in, what, a couple baby daddy storylines. First with Kelly mm-hmm. and with Hayes. They so, definitely need to do something to to spice up the whole character. Because yep. she has literally never, like, gotten herself into any drama. Just the pills. The Yeah, the pills have been the only thing for real. Like, I'd like to see them have her mess up just one time. Big time. Because, I mean, it happens to all the characters. Even Sharon. Sharon is like a, a sweet, you know, goody two-shoes type of character. And she's messed up plenty of times. Plenty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would be crazy if she popped pregnant and come and Liam will lose his you know what. Yeah, he will. If he finds out that, that his wife is pregnant with his arch nemesis. Yeah. That would, that would be, be girl, that would be a one heck of a storyline. Yeah. So I guess we have to wait and see, but look like they are gonna go there with the electricity in the air. So right. All right, you guys, we had a good one. I had a ball. We had deep, we had all we have comedy, we have some deep conversations. <laughs> we had it all. That's what I'm saying. I like Friday nights. It's relaxed, it's chilled. Everybody is just talking and we're having a good time. We almost had like 70 people in the chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty busy. I appreciate you guys. And listen, make sure you subscribe to the channel on the YouTube side. Also, uh, make sure you hit that like button if you are enjoying the content. Because we enjoy bringing it to you guys every week. So, And then stay tuned for the spoilers. It's coming out next week. I think there may be one preemption next week. And it might be Friday. Okay. I know there's still some more preemptions coming up because the the uh, NC2A lasts all the way up to like the first week of April. But as we get further down the brackets, um, though it only on the weekend. So I think we may get another week or so of preemptions. So might, I think next week we only have four days. I have to see. Do some research. Jay Money said he wants to get on a panel one day. <clears throat> oh, okay, no problem. Um, I actually have. I know Jenna has been up here. Duran, Bree, Nana, you know, and so yeah. When we have the uh, the opportunity to jump in, I will most definitely add you to that. Jay Money, I know you got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. He's been talking some serious contents in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So stay tuned for um, the spoilers for the week of March 20th through the 24th. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. It's, it's time. It's flying. I know. It's crazy. Spring is almost here. Yeah. Y'all, I was, I was deploying around this time last year. Yes, a year you ago. were. You were getting ready yeah. to leave. Yep. It's been a year already. It's flown by. It has. Oh my goodness, it's crazy, 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 crazy. All right, you guys. Um, other than that, you guys, you got anything else, Keish, Trish? No, Have no. a great weekend. Yeah, yeah, you too. And all of you do as well. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.